0: Hello. There, there we, we go.
1: Did. Yeah. Perfect. Sweet. I think that's a good level for both of us. Okay. What kind of level are you at right now? I'm at this. This is this is my normal level. Okay. So you don't normally get a lot louder or softer? No, I don't get much louder than this. Yeah. I've noticed uh you have a, a pretty big presence on stage. Not necessarily like you're wacky or like do a lot of like physical stuff, but I never have to worry about hearing you or, or like, hey, speak up. That was a big problem in the <laughs> <Talk> beginning. <louder. laughs>
0: That was a big problem in the beginning. Oh yeah, you always talk softer.
1: Uh, or you held the mic way far away.
0: You know what it was? It was um, <laughs> Bill Cosby in mm-hmm. his in his uh, comedy skate. He held his microphone, his microphone was all over the place. It wasn't yeah. even like he was talking into it. It's, Sometimes he would have a microphone
1: like uh, the guy from Price is Right, Bob Barker. Yeah. It'd be that long, skinny mic with a little little you know, head on top.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, that's that's what that was like the distance that I thought you were supposed to do. I thought all mics were like super loud to the point where you needed to keep them that far away.
1: I always like to f- like think about the if I get to the level where I don't even have to have a mic I could have like you know a lavalier yeah. or some sort of like headset mic where I don't even have to hold one do certain bits call for holding a mic versus not holding a mic and you know I've always noticed how sometimes uh people will tell jokes with the mic in the stand yeah. but they won't hold them you know it won't be in the stand the whole time yeah. it'll just be in the stand for that one joke yeah. and and I always feel that like that's kind of crucial in certain ways and it's like oh yeah it wouldn't be funnier yeah if it was out of the stand or whatever it would be it's weird how like those little touches matter
0: yeah yeah you ever seen uh orny adams before yeah 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 he doesn't even use the microphone he just screams <laughs> and he points at people with the mic it's the coolest thing ever that's awesome i i i uh whenever the mic's not working yeah like at uh library sometimes it doesn't it of doesn't course work yeah or it'll, it'll cut in and out I think about that, and I'm like, no, I'll figure this out. I'll figure this out without a microphone.
1: I had to do a a comedy competition once, and it was uh, me and – I forget all the other comics, but Nancy Raven was also in it, Mm -hmm. and it was like five comics total, and it was sandwiched in between an improv show. Mm -hmm. So there was an improv troupe that was like doing sketches for like 45 minutes, and then they had like a little intermission, and then they were going to do like another set or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, during the intermission, that's when they had the comedy competition – So five comics go up, and like you know, we get like five minutes each or whatever.
2: What if I talk like that the whole set? Would that be awesome? It's like I only do comics mics with a microphone. Thanks, though. You're welcome. Anybody on a date tonight? no No, nobody's dating (laughs) over here has anybody has anybody ever been on a date and realized 15 minutes in that you're just helping her move (laughs) I recently (laughs) I recently went on an online date and in retrospect there were some red flags guys, here's some tips if a girl asks you if she wants to meet up at 8am and if you have a truck she's not looking for a badass that loves mimosas (laughs) she's looking for a guy with very low self esteem that can help her move an entire apartment Um, I recently uh, was dating or trying to date a girl and uh, she told me that she wanted to be just friends which is fine well, women, why, when you tell a guy that you want to be just friends, you never call him the next day to hang out? <laughs> like, some friend you are. <laughs> like, I'm looking to hang out and be your friend, and you're like, in reality, you're like, you're wanting to say, can we just yeah. be strangers? <laughs> <laughs> we just never talk to one another again? And no since
1: it was an improv show, like there was no microphones, like all the improv improvisers, improvised Im- <laughs> Improvists.
0: Improvists.
1: Yeah. They obviously weren't using microphones. So then when we were like, Hey, where's the mic? They're like, yeah, we don't have one. So of course now all five comics had to just shout and do. Yeah. Their act without a microphone. And I'm not going to lie. Like I feel like it was, it made it not better. It wasn't better. Like, no. <laughs> I need a microphone. I mean, I feel like you need because there are those inflections. You know, you can't whisper anymore. You can't, and you, and you're not obviously talking at your normal voice. You have to shout. And I, I don't feel like my comedy is uh, made for
3: shouting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, 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 I sometimes like if I'm speaking like for like somebody else. Like I do a bit about how somebody heckled me mm-hmm. in uh, the audience and i use their voice with my voice away from the microphone that kind of works and, and and it works for that i think just because like that's like that's the volume and that's how you would have heard it if if of you were course. there so for certain things like that
1: yeah i could see if you had a moment where you're like yeah and then this guy in the back said this fuck off perfect i mean obviously yes. yeah you you just yell it you don't have yeah. to and i it adds to it you know i i feel like those types of things like you learn later in, in the scene you know yeah. you don't go in thinking like oh I'll just do all these little nuances with the microphone
0: I think what's hard about not using one altogether is that like sometimes you're trying to you, you want people to hear like a certain tone mm-hmm. or like a change in your voice to kind yeah. of add drama yeah. or add add to the, the bit and so when you're screaming and you don't have a microphone everything's just at a little bit higher of like an octane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than the normal but like Orny Adams he's just he's just angry all the time and I love it <laughs>
3: Water has- a warning label. Water, 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 water. How much writing is on your faucet? Zero. Zero. Water has a warning. Look at all the writing on a bottle of water. Warning: Do not swallow cap. <laughs> I think we can afford to lose those people, right? (laughs) Time to lose some of the cat swallowers. Now we're down to 6.5 billion. (laughs) Do not refill. Because maybe some of us will figure out the old stuff tastes a lot like the new stuff. (laughs) They'll put anything on there to protect themselves. Warning! This was bottled in a factory where there, there were once penis. Peanuts! Did I say penis? <laughs> Warning!
4: I always
1: love uh, those guys, too, that... Um you know they're super expressive. They're super physical. Those uh, you know Dane Cooks of the world. Yeah. Uh, even the you know like a Gallagher or something like that. Where you, it's like you have to see them live to get the, a lot of the material. Yeah. But it's always funny because those guys always have audio CDs too. Yeah. So you're expressing like you're you're still like uh, giving people a, a look into your comedy, but half of it is visual, and <laughs> you're only you have hearing to be it. There. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, it's, it's, it's... I find that funny. No, it's so true. It'd be like, it'd be like listening to Carrot Top. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he does do a lot of uh, non-prop uh, comedy. Prop comedy. Yeah, where is, kinda, is his audio CD? I need to hear that. I want to listen to his cassette for sure. <laughs> I love him. He gets a lot of shit. Of course. I think he's hilarious.
2: Good looking crowd. I got all kinds of stuff. I'll get right into it. Any graduation people going to ga- the prom? Any girls? This is a dress for dads they made, so you wear this. That way you don't get in there. Get out of there. Get out of there. Okay. This is this is a graduation hat for Iraqis.
0: Oh yes, hello. This is what
1: Osama bin Laden was wearing when we invaded his castle. Say, Oh I'm lab.
2: They don't see me, I'm a lab.
1: He's the only Damn guy it. that you know, really pretty much took that genre and ran with it and yeah. was the only guy that did it. Like, who else do you know out there that's doing prop comedy? Right. I mean, yeah, obviously there's ventriloquists which is a prop in a way. But uh and there's magicians and all that shit, yeah. but that's like different props altogether. Like that's not you know, you're not doing comedy, you're doing illusions.
0: Magic I feel like also is comedy too. Like where they they, they mm-hmm. dabble a little cuz they're like talking to the audience and they're trying to be funny?
1: Yeah, obviously. And and there are those comedians that uh kind of probably do both. Yeah. Or or magicians that are like not the David Blaines of the world, yeah. but the uh, I
0: don't know, Penn and Teller's now I've ran into magicians. Uh, I've never ran into a ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. I've opened for a ma- magician for a couple times. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I
1: do these uh, high schools here and there. High school events like proms and winter formal.s Their themes will be like you know Vegas night or something like that, and they'll want to have like stand up comedy and like entertainment. So they'll like usually have like two comedians, and then the magician slash. He's also I've seen him do like uh, hypnotist stuff. So he's either doing hypnotizing or
0: just straight up magic. I've tried getting hit. I I, I got brought up. It was at like my prom. They got a hypnotist. Yeah. And I tried. I, I I didn't fall. I don't know. It was know. probably I didn't the same <laughs> Probably.
2: Still comedy, open mics, interviews, and the podcast too. It's just a day in the life for Daryl Williams.
1: And welcome, guys, to this comics live. This is me, your host, D. Williams, aka Daryl Williams, aka Dumbass, aka Dude that's hanging out with oh. a real animal. <laughs> and I'm speaking with fellow stand-up comedian Kevin. Whoa! It's happening.
0: Yeah. So, Kevin, how's it been? It has been good. That's awesome. Been busy. Crushing life. Always trying to crush life. Mm-hmm. Always trying to
1: crush life. <laughs> Um, do you so uh Kevin Wolf, is that uh your given god given name? It's my god given name. That's what so I was born with. Wolf with two Fs. Really? So uh where does that like hail from? I think Germany. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. There was
0: a lot of wolves in Germany. Yeah. I don't even know how much German I am, but yeah, that's that's kinda where it comes from.
1: It's always weird. I'm always fascinated like how uh last names, you know, became a thing. Yeah. And I'm always thinking, yeah, originally it was like what they did or where they actually lived. Yeah. Like that just became your name. Yeah. But uh, you know, where does wolf come from? Like did they raise wolves? Did they, you know, once kill a wolf? Right. And then they became like, well you're gonna be Jim Wolf now.
0: <laughs> Everyone in my in my family like pretty much has blue eyes and I think that and I think wolves have like blue eyes, like pretty yeah. distinct blue eyes. So I think that's where that kinda of, that might have came from. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of my relatives did kill a wolf. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. And
1: when they talk about you or family in the plural, do they say wolves or do they say wolves?
0: That's a good like, question. Do I they think pluralize they say wolves? The wolves? <laughs> it should be wolves. It should be wolves.
1: Like you're a wolf, but just with an s at the end of it instead, because that's the proper name. You know, it's just a plural of wolves. True. Instead of wolves, like a pack of
0: wolves, should it should be wolves? I think that would be <laughs> the correct way to put it. So if you like, technically, you know. I think wolves. Would mm. be correct because it's not it, it's not the spelling of like the animal it has two f's so yeah. technically it would not be like the animal, it would be like wolf wolves yeah that's what I'm saying, but that sounds like a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> like, like now excuse me there's
1: two f's it's actually wolves, right, like when with my name it's Williams, so like the the name is already plural, yeah, so do you go like williams's Right. Or Williams just Williams Eye. <laughs> or a pack of Williams. A pack of Williams. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to say. We're now. in the Williams Den right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you ever thought about that? Uh, that was always from day one. Like when you started doing comedy, you're like, yep, Kevin Wolf. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything else.
0: No, I don't want to ch- – like, Not like, like don't Mr. Want- wolf or something. No. Pe- a lot of people call me like Wolf or like Wolfie or something, but that's yeah. not like a name I feel like I can tell people to call me. Right. Just, hey, call <laughs> me the Wolf. The- come to the stage, Wolfie. Yeah, like I sound like some guy who sells beer to high schoolers. <laughs> just like, oh, ask the Wolf. He'll get you beer. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, like you could definitely uh, you know hide a body if you needed to. Yeah, I'd definitely run a gang in a prison somewhere. But wolf. if
1: you were called, yeah, the Wolf or just Wolf, and you went up on stage, I don't think it would work. I don't think you're enough of a menacing, and I mean this in a good way, like, yeah, you you don't have that crazy look in your eye. You right. don't have that, like, ragged beard or whatever where you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's a wolf. Yeah, sure.
0: I, I don't think I'm out there enough to, to justify, just Mm-mm. drop the first name. Nope.
1: Like, Kevin definitely, like, sets you up like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a nice guy, and then his last name's Wolf. Maybe he does know how to kill a person. Who knows? But It's, he-
0: it's a yin and yang. <laughs> There's a good and bad to me.
1: Yeah. Um, I always feel like, no, it's always a solid name because it's always easy to remember. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's going to forget, uh, you know, like a, a host is never going to forget Kevin Wolf. Uh, they might, re- you know, have some trouble with Rashiki Pumananemi, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying that that person should not change their name. <laughs> they should change the name. Yeah. I don't know any Rashiki Pumananemis, <laughs> but if there are any uh, comics out there named that, get rid of it go for kevin wolf instead
0: just name just name your kids kevin wolf <laughs>
1: <laughs> kevin wolf williams <laughs> i uh yeah obviously uh people who have listened to this show a lot have heard my talk about um use i used to go up as d williams mm. and then i kind of go back and forth on daryl or d but then um you know somebody came up to me and said like uh no d's more ethnic bro like you don't want to be d williams and now i uh, also uh Furthermore, of why I don't want to be D Williams, I just realized, or I just discovered through a, a recent uh, porn adventure that there's a porn star named D Williams. Nice. Yeah, and now I'm definitely like, well, I can't go like I, he's already taken
0: that. I mean, for you to be mistaken as a porn star, <laughs> it could be worse things to be mistaken. That's as, true,
1: though. That's not not very a true. Or anything,
4: right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he is a racist uh, porn star, <laughs> but that would be a good uh, niche, I guess. I do see. um from time to time, this weird like racial thing where there's like a bu- it's like a gangbang with like a bunch of white dudes and one black girl, and all the black gu- or all the dudes are wearing um confederate flag shirts, jeez, yeah, and um she's in she's in she's totally into it, and um <laughs> I'm totally thinking to myself like this is this, this this would be the same without the shirts, like I don't need the shirts to be like, well now like you know before it was eight dudes fucking one white like black chick. Eh, but give them some, like, you know, Klansman shirts, and now I'm all for it. Like civil War porn's in, man. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. That's an, a reenactment I did not see when I went back to North Carolina.
4: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yeah. I feel like um, there's another uh, well of always um, good jokes is porn. Um, yeah, I have a few jokes on that, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have any.
0: Uh, I think I did have a couple jokes about porn. Mm -hmm. A little while ago. It was something about cream pies. (laughs) How, like, nothing says family man like watching some cream pies or something like that. (laughs) And some people got it and some of the older people were like... It's an interesting, like, turn of phrase, too,
1: for what it actually is. I've never really thought about cream pie when I have saw that. You know, that (laughs) act itself in porn. Yeah. I've actually more thought about it, like, as a jelly donut.
0: It is more of a jelly donut. Yeah. They're just pretending to have kids. That's all. (laughs) Just... Pretending to start a family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like we
1: should change it. We should change it to Jelly Donut. I'm in. And uh I wanna I wanna be known for that for the rest of my life as being the founder of the term jelly donut. just,
0: <laughs> just making that movement. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If everyone listening could write Pornhub and just explain <laughs> that it makes no sense. It doesn't. A lot of things don't make sense in uh porn. I, mean, I don't even know if I've had a cream pie, like the dessert cream pie.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Well, you should. It, there are a lot of good cream pies out there, <laughs> like a uh, banana cream pie. That's my favorite. Oh,
0: okay. I've had a banana cream pie. Yeah. Okay. No, no. It's like almost like pudding. Pretty much. The, it's uh,
1: People that don't know how to make it, they use pudding sometimes instead. Okay, but okay. I've had some actual really good ones. Okay. But yeah, most of the time it is just like that jello custard stuff. Nothing makes you
0: think, like, think about dessert more than porn. hmm What? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, yeah, uh, I... <laughs> did you ever get caught? Get caught watching porn? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I, I got caught watching porn a few times. Um, there'd be those times, like, this is way back in the day, where... Uh, you ever had the Spice Channel? Yeah. So... That was obviously on the TV, but, it, like, my parents and nobody ever actually bought it. But, like, if you turn to the channel still, you could see that scrambled part where it's yeah. totally just like, oh, there's a boob for a second or whatever. And so I would just watch that. Yeah. And then, obviously, the, the audio would still be crystal clear. So you yeah. could still hear all the, like, moaning and all that shit. Yeah. And And um, so, obviously, a few nights I'd get caught watching that. And I was just like, oh, no, the remote's not working. I was trying to get to this other channel. Like...
0: Once, Once it happens eight or nine raging, times, it's yeah. like, okay, yeah.
1: And every time I had a raging boner, they're like, okay, we get it.
0: The remote <laughs> loves this channel, apparently. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But also, I caught my stepdad doing the same exact thing a couple times, too. So it's like, well, hey, you know, if I can't do it. We're all men. Yeah, he shouldn't do it either. Come on now. Oh, God. If anything, I mean, he, he should really not be doing it. He has my mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Those scrambled channels don't exist anymore. Yeah, I can't have sex with my mom. Like, come on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But uh,
1: I, but I feel like uh yeah there's there's plenty of times where you had those like self discovery and you're you just run into this thing that you weren't as necessarily like seeking out yeah but you just happen to find it and then it's like well better uh you know take advantage of it somehow yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like finding porn
0: in the woods and shit like that we had uh, back in the day we used to have one of those like illegal black boxes yeah you know from the commercials like this is illegal too mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. had one of those and they had the Playboy yeah. Channel only you couldn't. You couldn't hear the audio, but you could see it. Nice. So I, I want to say that could be better. Yeah, I'd rather take the visuals over the audio. Um, and then we used to also used to get pay per views all the time too. So mm, I would get mm. like free. Uh, there was like boxing matches. I remember like an old Tyson fight. Hell yeah! On there. Hell yeah! They were able to watch.
1: I remember one time um, I was at a hotel with my family, and for some reason, like the the pay per view was malfunctioning or something like that on the on the tv Mm -hmm. so i was yeah like all that porn was available and um just watched it with the family yeah and i was just like (laughs) i know i shouldn't be watching this but mom check this out no but she was uh it was definitely one of those like i had to like keep it private but i was always thinking to myself like could they still know that i'm watching this based on like the bill later because i'm like i didn't pay for anything like i didn't put any like
0: I didn't it's just on. That'd be funny if the whole family paid for your, your <laughs> porn. If they paid for you watching that.
1: My stepdad was like, Well, I don't want my I don't want the wife seeing the bill, so I'll just like let this go. That's funny. <laughs> no, but uh it was one of those uh Oh yeah, you guys are going out to go to the pool. I'll just stay in here and hang out. Don't don't worry about me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pull those old Yeah, I'll just lay back here. And they're like, Wow, Daryl's hanging out in the room a lot. I wonder why. I got caught one time looking at my yearbook. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't look at that yearbook anymore <laughs> It's full of porn it was full of just
1: people I went to school with <laughs> right, and then, oh, so you were still like being nostalgic of like i
0: was I was learn i I didn't have porn, I was just like looking at things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but I was
1: is it weird is that like considered like p- you know pedophile, not pedophile, but like underage porn if you're like fantasizing about a girl that you knew in high school that was clearly underage, but that's all the time that's when you knew her. No, because it's like you're you're a kid. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you were 15 at the time, so it's cool. It's not like you're thinking of her at 15 and you're 30 now. Right. No.
0: <laughs> that would be fucked up. <laughs> no, that would be fucked but up. But if
1: you're imagining yourself at 15 and she's 15, yeah. then it's
0: cool. Yeah. I get that. Yeah.
1: Because I remember, I mean, I don't fantasize about it, but I can recall, you know, kissing girls fingering girls in high school and stuff like that and being like oh yeah that was a good time Mm -hmm. but I'm not like thinking to it to the point where I'm like getting off on it like no I'll just think back and go oh yeah awesome
0: (laughs) that happened at that point in life Mm -hmm. and I wish it happened now yeah (laughs) yeah I have no idea how that works. It didn't work on me. Mm-hmm. I, I I had no idea.
1: His name is the Amazing Presto. Mm. That's his name, the Amazing Presto.
0: You ever heard of the Amazing John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. hilarious. <coughs>
1: yeah, or Amazing Jonathan. Jonathan. I don't know if he goes by John or Jonathan. Yeah. Is he so. still around? Uh no, he got um some sort of a disease, or he's not doing good. I think he's he's retired pretty much. Like mm. he's not he's still alive, but he's not you know touring or anything. He
0: was hilarious. Oh, I used to see him
1: on Comedy Central all the time, doing all those, like, yes. Coke bits
0: and stuff, where he was just, like, sniffing, like, bags and bags <laughs> of cocaine. I don't know why, as a kid, I always remember that bit about going to the to the beach, how you can't bring food to the beach, because all seagulls, mm-hmm. and he pulls out this thing of popcorn with seagulls attached to it that are just, like, attacking him. I remember that being the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so, he was kind of the, the prop comic, too, so, and I also remember him, um, he put a, it was like a super thin suitcase. He put a bowling ball in it and closed it. Oh, tight! And then he opened it up and a balloon came out. And I never understood <laughs> that one. I always remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I liked him a lot. That guy was always the uh, kind of on the alternative side to yeah. to that type of act.
0: I want to say there's a clip on YouTube of John Candy hosting a mic or hosting awesome. like a show. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. He, and he and he brought him on.
1: That's cool. I bet they were both from uh, Canada.
0: Yeah, I don't know if John, the Amazing Jonathan was, but he
1: John Candy was. Yeah. Did yeah. he do stand-up? He did, like, a, what was that one, uh, Second City and a lot of those, like, sketch groups, but uh. I don't think he did stand-up. I'll have to look it up.
3: Oh, God. I don't know. I'm not sure how many of you realize how tough it is being up here uh, with, with stand-up comedy. You see, my background is improvisation. I tried stand-up comedy one time before I was in high school, and a good friend of mine uh, was actually the class clown. He was the funny one in the group. Uh, he allowed me to be a straight man. He had booked... Uh, a gig at a, at a small club outside of Toronto, and he needed someone to set him up. So I thought, okay, that's a good thing. He's a funny guy. Nothing can go wrong there. And we got to this club, and I was, I was really nervous about this whole thing. There about 12 people in the lounge that we were playing at. I don't think comedy is what they had on their mind. They called us up on stage, and I turned around, and, and he, he just dried up on me. He got all white in the face, and he, he said, I can't. I can't do it. And he walked off the stage and left me there with all these straight lines. <laughs> I was like 17 years old and I'm, I, you know, I'm not supposed to be in this bar to begin with. And all I can remember is, is trying to do impressions, you know, that, that he had done. And I was doing Bad Walter Brennan and, uh, Luke the Barn! <laughs> Luke the Barn! John Wayne! Luke! John! But the, I, my heart really goes out for, for stand-up comedy. You know, these guys are so hard. It's so hard to do this kind of thing. As you can see. <laughs> <laughs> my first and last time. Everybody. I
4: feel like he would have been a really fun stand-up comedy. Oh, hell
1: yeah. He was always funny. I wish that guy, he was one of those uh, actors that kind of died a little too soon. Um, what's your favorite John Candy movie?
0: Oh, God. Uncle Buck.
1: Yeah, Uncle Buck's really hilarious. Uh, around this time of year i always am a sucker for uh, planes trains and automobiles hell
0: yeah he's yeah. great in that hell yeah he's so funny <laughs> um i fucking
1: the great outdoors he was great in um who's harry crumb
0: yeah there was a uh, bunch saw, of good movies the canadian bacon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that was his last movie <laughs> what a movie to end off <laughs> yeah canada versus the us
1: yeah uh-huh. that was so funny oh my gosh
0: oh too soon yeah, him and Farley. Mm-hmm. Two people like I don't think Farley did stand up, but he would have been great. <laughs> no, he did like Second City as well. He he yeah, he would have been like a like a Rob Williams where he just would have been all over the stage, I feel like. It's, it's just... crazy how um a lot of those characters that were up on
1: SNL that he did, he did in Second City. Really? Yeah, there's old uh videos of him, you know, from back in the day uh on YouTube and whatnot that were like of like Mac Foley and shit like that where you're like, Wow, this was already like I'm, i i Obviously, I always thought uh, he created it on SNL, but why not? Like, obviously, bring characters that you already had from back in your yeah. arsenal or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Do you have uh, characters that you would want to bust out?
0: No, I, I can't think of any characters that I do. I was thinking about that. I don't really like change my voice like in a funny way from when I'm like using like when I'm when I'm when it's like dialogue between like me and somebody else. Yeah. I don't know, always give that person a funny voice. There's like little things like that that I, I, I'm starting to think about more and more. You don't bust out the proverbial uh, chick voice? No, I need to work on my chick voice. Okay, I feel oh. like mine sounds like every other chick voice. Yeah, what do
1: you what do you put in the chick voice? Because always there's those generalities of like, well, she's got to have a little bit of a lisp, I and think, then always kind of
0: have that uptalk. I think I think mine's I think I think mine's more New York. It's more like Nasley. Ah, uh, because you're from New York. Yeah, just, oh my God. I don't know why it's always like this Long these, Island these, girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always this 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 super deep Long Island girl <laughs> who's having a hard time at home.
1: <laughs> oh my god, my mom, she's such a fucking bitch. Do, right. do they say bitch? Yeah, they they or swear.
0: Maybe? Jersey, Jersey, Long Island. They they, <laughs> they both swear. They they, they both got a mouth on them. Right, right. Uh, do you uh, swear a lot? I. You know what's funny? I feel like I swear less since I started doing Stand up do you always feel like uh you can't do clean rooms? No, I feel like I can do tra- clean rooms. Have you done clean rooms? I feel like I could do clean rooms. Um I, I, I know sometimes my material's not gonna go hundred percent in a clean room, but like my topics aren't really like that dirty. I don't feel like they are. But I understand like you might say, you know, fuck or shit here and there. Yeah.
1: And to like maybe not do those types of things, yeah. That could be a little hard for some. I remember trying to <laughs> I remember the first clean room I went to was at Umami Mm -hmm. with Friendly Frank Mm -hmm. and he literally gave out all the rules and I was the first person on and the first thing I said was fuck (laughs) and I just see him put his like the clipboard to his face and just go
2: (laughs) thanks for staying guys thanks for having uh, your magical evening here at Umami you guys feeling it still? I don't feel it. I don't I don't.
1: know. You guys are like passed out. What the hell? Too much umami, I guess. Guys, I love that you're on a date right now.
2: I fucking... I mean... Oh, I, I already said it. I'm sorry. Sorry.
0: I, I, w- I was fucking up there one too, and I was always really good about swearing. Yeah. And then recently... I said I said fuck, and I don't think he heard me. But it recently <laughs> came out. I was doing something and it wasn't working, and I was like, ah,
1: fuck. Yeah, no, I could understand that, and I don't understand. I, I feel like, in a weird way, uh, the swearing is more tolerable than the subject matter. Yeah, you know, I feel like you could say the words
0: transgender. Yeah, but nobody want. That's going to offend more people yeah. than if you said the word fuck. Well, I also think the reason I stopped swearing was, uh, well, I, I swear, but like I toned it down a little bit is because in the beginning I felt like I was trying to. F- figure i'm still trying to figure out mm-hmm. you know like my my voice but in the beginning i uh i would kind of go on these like rants and i felt like they were kind of negative and then when i swore it just made me look like a darker person than i uh, am yeah, and yeah i think people portrayed me as like very negative and mean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that's why i kind of calmed down with like the swearing
1: no i can understand that i i don't necessarily feel like i swear for swear's sake or it's not like a filler word that i have you know in between setups i'm not just like hey fucking this fucking that but I do feel like if it was a tag to a punchline or yeah. something like that, yeah, you should probably say that word instead of other words. Right. I had a, a early joke way long ago that was about Game of Thrones, and it was about this uh, person that was uh, running to an elevator that I was in, and the doors were closing, and he was, like, yelling out, Hordor, Hordor. And I was, like, I in my mind going, like, I hate Game of Thrones so much, I started to think to myself, like, I'm just going to push the door close button instead. And then as the doors were closing still, like I like got locked eyes on him, and then I just mouthed, fuck Game of Thrones. And then that joke would get a pretty decent laugh, mm-hmm. but I remember doing it at a clean room one night, and I said, screw Game of Thrones instead, and it didn't hit it at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke where I was playing around with, with swearing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of one. I know I talk about drinking a lot, so sometimes, like if I feel like the, the crowd is kind of into it, yeah. I'll maybe throw a swear word in there or two, just because I feel right. like it kind of gets them going even more.
1: I will say things like that, where if it is like in a bar setting, I will be like, "Hey, who's drunk tonight? Yeah, fuck yeah." yeah. Things like that, where it's, I guess, yeah, I just swore right there. But who's going to be like, "Uh, I good day, madam," and just throw their scarf over yeah. their shirt and adjust their monocle?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think. Um yeah, like I said, I think in the beginning I, I I said it a lot just to kind of really sell somebody on like the idea, and then I kind of toned it down. But like it, sometimes you just got to. Sometimes it's it's all part of like my attitude and like my mm. my feelings towards whatever I'm talking about. What do you think is your like most raciest subject matter that you touch? Racist? or controversial? I didn't even think this was controversial, and I stopped saying it. I, I tried it a couple times, but people, I I just couldn't find the 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 the, the bigger funnier angle. But I was talking about how I um. And this happened. I was ordering a black ice coffee. Mm-hmm. What? Well, yeah. I was, I was ordering a black ice coffee, and the guy's like, what did, you, what did you just say? Right. I was like, I just want a black ice coffee. He's like, oh, okay. And I was like, what did you think I said? Mm-hmm. So oh, I thought you said, "Can I get a black guy's coffee?" I was gonna say, "Right." I was like, "What were you gonna say?" Well, I, I can't order a. Bl- what is a black guy's coffee?
1: <laughs> yeah, what is it?
0: <laughs> like, it doesn't sound right. Like, did you think that was racist? Like, like, black guys only order a certain type of coffee? Yeah, I mean, or maybe I want to <laughs> order uh, somebody, some guy's coffee who's black. <laughs> I was like, "How how fucking stupid would that be if I just walked into a coffee shop like, hey, can I just order black guys some coffee? Like, that's yeah. just my thing." <laughs> and then and then people, I did this at Rec Room. Uh, I was playing around with it uh, and how um, I had a show. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's my thing. I go around if there's a black guy, hey, I got your coffee. <laughs> black women half off because that only meets <laughs> half my criteria. And everyone was like,
4: <laughs> ooh.
1: No, I think that could work in the right room. Or neci- no, I don't know. It's got to be a harder punchline to it. Sure, sure, sure. But the initial the initial uh, confusion of uh, black ice versus uh, black guys. But it, I didn't even know there was a black ice version. Mm. Oh, a black iced coffee. I guess I get it. I don't. I don't drink coffee. So
0: you don't drink coffee. Mm-mm. I I didn't drink coffee till like my early twenties, but I love coffee. Yeah.
1: yeah, I always try it every like maybe two or three years just to see if it's like <laughs> oh do I like it now? And every time I just I am like eh, new year, new me. Yeah, I guess if it's I am not also like a really uh, big addict towards uh, caffeine. Yeah, uh, I mean I guess I like iced tea, so that's probably as much caffeine that I normally drink.
0: Yeah um i stay away from like the energy drinks i used to drink those Yeah, me too i just heard horror stories about people having heart problems from yeah. just i mean they would drink like cases of them and right. i and i would do that but like oh, i know so many people at work
1: during my day job that just drink it like it's just water
0: yeah i i definitely inhale i definitely inhale uh Coffee. caffeine though, yeah. and caffeine like i'll have a couple <laughs> like just straight black coffees mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and uh yeah, it takes me a couple to wake up. But I don't get, like, headaches. Some people get headaches if they don't drink coffee after a while. Mm-hmm. Shit like that is, is weird. Yeah, where you, you have a headache of because course. you didn't drink something. Like They're that's... getting caffeine withdrawals. <laughs> and also, at the same time, people who just stop drinking coffee, like, yeah, I'm trying to take a break from coffee. Like, you weird me out. Like, why? Why <laughs> Why are you taking a break from it It's fine. Don't get this fucking cappy like saying... mocha latte with 18 sugars in it. But, like, you can have a coffee. It's like saying I'm going to just take a break from broccoli for a minute. Yeah. Or why? Uh, or apples. <laughs> yeah. Or even
1: something more like esoteric. Like, I'm going to take a break from glue. No, but I feel like uh, there's weird moments in your life where you'll always think back somewhat fondly, but then if you look further, you're like, that's kind of weird that I'm thinking about that (laughs) in that
0: way. (laughs) You have dreams of really weird things where it's like, I remember that person. I remember that fucking Mm -hmm. happening. How the fuck did I dream about that?
1: Like, I had a dream recently about uh, being married to my girlfriend's mom, (laughs) and she's a lesbian. So it was even weirder Like, where I'm like... How is this happening? It was one of those dreams where you're like you can you're like, This is weird. What what what's going on in this scenario? But it's all like just being played out like it's no big deal.
0: I, I had a dream uh a little while ago about I was in gym class and we were playing a game that we regularly played in gym class called mm. Scatterball. Yeah. It was bit you played Scatterball? Yep. I don't know why I was thinking of that. <laughs> like it's not like I go around like you guys want to play fucking Scatterball? Like Yeah. And, why am I dreaming of this?
1: And people always want to, like, theorize that, like, your dreams are you, um, you know, compartmentalizing your memories and kind of, like, in a way, it's, it's something to do with your memory. And it's a way of your brain putting, like, the connections together of, like, hey, if this, if, like, sense memories and things like that, like, if you smell this, you're going to think of, you know, the river or whatever yeah. or some time in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like... How does that still correlate to like, okay, since I was like thinking of this scatter scatter game mm-hmm. scat game <laughs> scatter scatterball, yeah, so how does that like make you remember other things in your life, yeah, that you're gonna know like I don't know, it's just so weird how dreams and memory and your waking life all kind of collide together?
0: I remember kids running in scatterball, and I remember the way people ran when they were like eight at the same age as me. I remember like how they ran and thinking certain, like I remember one kid never like, he never picked up his arms. His arms were always straight to the ground. I remember him running around (laughs) and thinking, that's a weird way to run. I don't (laughs) know why, like that's ingrained in my brain. Yeah.
1: Why does your, why did your conscious life say you need to remember this forever? (laughs) Yeah. And you know, is it when it comes down to it, like when it's like animals and we're just like, you know, thinking about survival or whatever, is this part of the survival tactics could of be. like,
0: remember this, don't run like this if the lion's are attacking you. Well that's a different that's that's unique. So I'm sure our you know your primal brain's gonna think of something that's unique because it's out of the ordinary and that could be danger. Right. So maybe that's the thing. It's it's all about novelty. It's yeah. all about I've
1: never seen this before. Probably should remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what that kid's name was. And that's the weird thing about memory, too, is that you remember how he ran and how stupid he looked, but you can't remember what his name was. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's weird. Like, if you go through, like, an old yearbook, not jerking off to it. Uh, well, that's going to be hard. It's weird, like, remembering that people were still, like, alive. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, I remember. You're alive. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, went, I used to go to your house all the time. Now we're, we'd be complete strangers. But Do you still connect with people on
1: Facebook and whatnot through high school? or?
0: uh there's there's like a core group of friends that i was a with with. high school the, the, the kids that i was friends with i mean i knew all the most of the kids that i went to elementary school what i went to high school because it was a small school right there's only 120 kids in my class so and it was all like k through 12 mm-hmm. like one school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so most of the kids i knew my whole life yeah so, um a handful of them i'm still pretty close with whenever i go home they're like the people i go right to, to to go see how they're doing and they automatically ask you to tell them a joke now, they're all pretty cool about that. It's weird. Hmm. Like, whenever I go home and I see those friends, like, they'll, they'll ask about it, but it's more like we kind of just picked up where we left off, like, as if I was never left. That's cool. Like, we're just having some beers and just shooting the shit about, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about, like, you know, like, my core friends. That's what it's like. It's, it's not like this, like, this awkward conversation where we need to kind of catch up in our lives. It's just kind of like, oh, man, like, check out this video I just saw on YouTube, and, like, we'll just be watching a show on YouTube. Yeah. It's just like that small stuff, as if, like, dude, you, you know, like, yeah, like like I had never left. That's that's kind of how I like – that's what I like about like them. It's just that it's it's always just kind of been – yeah, as if I, I had never left. Because, I mean, I, I haven't been back. I mean, I've been back, but, like, I haven't lived in New York in, like, going on six years, so.
1: Yeah, so you never moved out to L.A. for comedy.
0: It was out for another job. For, for work, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was, I'm in IT what sales you, yeah, still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I designed data centers.
4: You're that nerd. Yeah.
0: So – that's super fun. Yeah. And then when I broke up, it was something I always wanted to do was comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to school in New York, and I wish i tried in New York. Yeah. But I just wasn't on my radar at the time. I was just a big skateboarder, so I just wanted to skateboard. Mm-hmm. And, and do uh, you still skate? Yeah. Uh, radical. Not as often as I'd like to. Comedy takes up a lot of my time now. But, what kind uh, of tricks can you do? I can skate pretty much anything. Uh Minimally, mm-hmm. There's only a handful of tricks I have on like a handrail or something, but like yeah. I can skate that stuff. Radical. Mm-hmm. I could skate bowls. I don't really have a whole lot of tricks. But
1: you could still, yeah, go up and down a, a half pipe and whatnot.
0: Oh yeah, I could drop in and all that, no problem. Sweet. But I um, I didn't grow up with like any parks or anything. Like we grew up skating mm. in the parking lot. So like flat ground is yeah, all the street stuff. street skating. Yeah, that's all the stuff that like I, I still kind of have a, a good mu- muscle memory for. Radical. I was never into skateboarding, but I was into rollerblading.
1: Nice. I definitely had... Uh, some rollerblade skills. Game! Doesn't really... I don't know if I if it's like riding a bike. I would be surprised if I still knew how to do half of that stuff yeah. uh, if
0: I were to put rollerblades on the date. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I did when I was younger I'll never be able to do again. Yeah? Like what? Uh, cer- certain things that I used to jump down. I Mm. never really jumped on big, big things, but I knew I was scared of it then, and I can't imagine trying something like it now. (laughs) Yeah, but also, like I realized as I got older, I got a little bit better at skating because, like, when I was a kid, I kind of put things up on a pedestal Mm. because there wasn't really anybody like you know, everyone that I skateboarded with was kind of at the same level. So there wasn't like that one guy who was like, "No, this is possible." In my brain, it's like you know, I'm watching these kids on television. I'm like, "No, they're the guys on TV. They do that stuff. I don't do that stuff. That's (laughs) not for me." But then as I got older, it's like no, like I have never tried that. Why? What makes me think that I couldn't do that?
2: I say radical.
0: I try more. I, I think I try more tricks now. I don't always land them, but it's I think a bit that's more like
1: even with comedy too. It's the same thing where I remember, um, yeah, always being funny. Mm-hmm. But even when I would watch TV of comedians and whatnot, like yeah, yeah there would be so many times where it's like, oh yeah, that's the but that's them. Like yeah. I, I could, I could never do that. Like I always love the craft. But it took me forever to think to myself, like, finally, like, no, like, why don't you just try it? Just do it.
4: <laughs>
0: Radical. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I uh, I mean, I'm I'm figuring out what I'm doing still, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and, but I think we all kind of have our moments where it's like, damn, today actually worked out. Yeah. Or, holy shit, I have a lot of homework to do, you know, and that sort of happens. And like, I, you know, I work with kids and sometimes they'd be like, oh, I can never do comedy. I'm like, how could you say that? You've never tried. Yeah. I've been doing it like seven, eight times a week for the last like two years mm-hmm. or the last year, really. Mm-hmm. I'm like... That's the only reason I've gotten to wherever I am now. I'm like, you can't say you couldn't do this if you put in that much work towards it. You know, maybe you're afraid of it, but everybody is in the beginning, like, and you will be forever too, because there will always be a moment that
1: you you get humbled. I don't care what status of like person you are. Right. I mean, you look at even Louis C. K. He got humbled. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it was outside of comedy, but there's still like. You know, now nobody's laughing. I don't care how funny you are. There's going to be a sect of that society that are like, I don't want to see him or whatever. Right. But even other comics, there will be moments where I've heard of uh, Tom Segura talking about how he recorded a special. And obviously during the recording, killed it. You know, it was a great special. And then he did that same special like at a casino, you know, the next week. And it just tanked. Yeah. Like just nobody laughed. And he was just thinking to himself, like, if I recorded it this week. Yeah, it would have been completely like dog shit. I wouldn't have been able to use it. Yeah. And it's just like that, where it's like, how can one week be so different than another with the same material? I was saying that
0: to somebody. It's so weird how like, it's weird how everyone knows, Mm -hmm. like together, like how how to take this joke. Sometimes the whole bar Mm -hmm. finds this joke funny. Yeah, The next night, everybody in the bar doesn't find that joke funny. Yep. Yep, And that's where like, sometimes it's like, it's so weird. Like sometimes people just are afraid to laugh on their own. Yeah, and that's why you know I was telling my friends, like, dude, if you find it funny, just fucking laugh. If you don't, that's fine, and I'll move on from mm-hmm, it. And mm-hmm. for the most part, I do. But it's just like don't look to your fucking friends or girlfriend. I like, just, oh, is, is this funny? It's like, if you find it funny, just laugh. Like, well, that's the thing on the the reverse side is that they'll look
1: usually at the girlfriend and go, oh, I can't laugh because she isn't. Either. You don't want
0: to sleep in that spare bedroom,
1: right? Exactly. Like, well, if I find it funny and she doesn't, now I'm not gonna. Now there's going to be a problem in the car right home or whatever. Yeah, and uh, I just don't like that that dynamic. I mean that that's a dynamic that you can't yeah. deal with as a comic. It's like okay, you can just be funny. You can just that's that's your goal is to just try to be as funniest as possible. Mm-hmm. And if people in the audience have their own issues yeah. that are preventing them to to be themselves, yeah, and just find it humorous, then that's that's on them. That's that's not on you. Hopefully you don't get a room full of those people. <laughs> well, that's why like
0: I, and that's why kind of like what we we're talking about before, you know, like that's why I don't like doing like super, oh, I'm not like, I'm not like racially charged, I'm not politically charged. Right. So it's like, when I don't talk about those very sensitive topics and I talk about something that like, is maybe on my mind, a lot of things on my mind are pretty petty. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, all right, if somebody doesn't laugh at this joke that had been working, they don't laugh at tonight. Like, now I know I can dig a little harder into that mm-hmm. and maybe go a little bit further because it's, I, this isn't offensive. This isn't about like, racist stuff or yeah. political stuff. This yeah. is something that does work me up, and maybe I need to sell you on it a little bit more. So I'm going to go a little further into this to really sell you on my point.
1: Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha.
5: Cha-cha. Shoot, blue floor.
1: Right, exactly. Hey, guys. R-22 it's a- Another
5: edition of
1: Pitch, Please. Or Pitch Me, Baby. One more line. Baby, Baby. Exactly. Or Pitches Ain't Nothing But Tricks nope, from nope. Pros.
5: No, it's Movies Ain't Shit, but Pitches from Pros. Yeah. I think that's the best one I've come up with. Okay. Let's be real. Let's see. I actually, if we can just cut some random shit, I do have some uh, noise of me turning pages, I was trying to come up with new ones.
1: Those are notes, and guys.
5: There were no particularly good ones, but like the, the effort, I think, is honorable.
1: So, of course, if you are new to this segment, uh, this is where my lovely friend and co-host of another podcast comes in and pitches great movie ideas, as well as TV shows, just anything re- entertainment-related. And usually if it has to do with Mandy Patinkin, it's already probably an idea that April has thought of.
5: Or if it can have something to do with Mandy Patinkin. Mhm.
1: That's the unofficial uh, title of this segment as well is I'm thinking Patinkin.
5: Yes, cuz it's a recurring theme. Mhm. Cuz that man can play any part. No he shit. He is a treasure.
1: Okay. So, do we have the first pitch for this week?
5: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out just a classic, you know, blockbuster film mm-hmm. that I think's really gonna, really gonna hit them good.
1: It's gonna get people in seats.
5: It's gonna be a good like summer flick. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be exciting, you know. Good ad campaign. Right. Classic oh, aspects yeah. of drama. It is so action slash drama slash
1: coming of age. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. It We're is hitting all the bases.
5: Yeah, it's about a hostage. Situation: hmm Somebody kidnaps the governor's daughter. I want my daughter
3: back, you bastard!
5: Whoa. And is holding her for ransom. Okay. Now they know that? Because they sent a ransom note? With a finger in the mail. What? Yeah, mutilation right off the bat. Is Blood, it hers? Gore. Who knows? DNA testing? It is. Okay. Get out of my way. Where's my daughter? I want my daughter back now. Here is my daughter. Twist. Okay. Of course we have some Liam Neeson type, you know, some big action star on the for outside. The dad. Trying to, trying to, no, 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 helping the dad out. Dad's a governor. Oh, He's a very right. busy, useless man. The governor's a puss, but he his He works his for the aid, government. Yeah. His, like, they top eight s- or whatever. They send in the FBI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Top secret agent going in. This is what he does.
3: Yeah. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom... He
5: hunts people down. Yeah. And they have a time limit. Of course. Like, this chick is gonna get murdered. Yes. Like, straight up, like, a finger every two days until they get the ransom money.
1: Right. Or, or the jewels,
5: or whatever the fuck it is they want.
1: Loses all of her fingers.
5: Yeah, and then her life. Whoa. So, 20 days, that's how long you have. My take on it, though, mm-hmm. is that we're following the ransomer and the daughter. We don't see what's happening mm-hmm. on the other side of the people trying to hunt her down. We're with them trying to be one step ahead of the law, also trying to mutilate also, you know, staying in safe houses and trying to just make this money. Okay. That's yeah. And and the the crux
1: So the girl's in on it?
5: No, she's not. She's been kidnapped. Okay. And she is being literally mutilated. Mm. But You know, a lot of pressure comes with being the governor's daughter. Like, she's 18, but she never got to go to a high school party or drink a beer or, you know, loiter out front of the mall and have boys her. Mm -hmm. And suddenly she's in this new world where she has the freedom with fewer fingers that she never had before. (laughs) And in this, like, she's beginning to actually blossom as a young woman and experience freedom. For the first time that she develops a relationship, not romantic, but like a trusting relationship with her captor. All I
4: needed for another day. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, not like a like a Florence Nightingale type of thing or or a, what is it, a Stockholm syndrome? It's not like that.
5: It is exactly that.
1: Oh, okay. So it's she...
5: literally that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Do you
1: want to know? It's like Patty Duke or whatever her name is, um, who got captive, who got like, she was a uh, part of Patty Hearst. She was part of the Hearst fortune. She was kind of like, yeah, fuck my parents and the system, and and it was weird.
5: Look it up. I will. No, no, no. That seems very relevant to what I'm trying to work on. Because do you want to know the name of the movie? Yeah. Stock homies. Mm-hmm
1: because <laughs> they also like learn how to like break dance and stuff from each other or oh yeah like that. no like, she's
5: super white super sheltered mm-hmm. and suddenly she's with a you know group of people who they live in the underground they live in the streets yeah. they are not part of your like business day-to-day white collar world but also they have their own lively culture
1: it's like save the last dance but with kidnapping
5: it's like Dirty Dancing, if they were angry because the main girl was kidnapped and she was dancing but mutilated.
1: So more like Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights.
5: Yes, that's what I'm. Okay. That's what I'm going for. Cool. That's cool. what I'm going for.
1: Sounds great. I'm also like interested in like you know maybe getting some really cool uh, you know newcomers on the scene. Have it be like you know somebody that we haven't necessarily seen. But then we have like a big heavy hitter be the, you know, the captor.
5: Right? Okay, so.
1: Mandy Patinkin.
5: I'm thinking Patinkin for this. Yeah, I'm can, thinking Patinkin. Can be the captor,
1: and he's just hanging out with a vile a, a 18-year-old girl, you know.
5: Who he respects sexually, but will still hold for ransom and chop the fingers off of. Right. It's kind
1: of like it's a black... Just, it's s- like, just
5: business. Yeah.
1: There's a, a respect, but also a little bit of the will they won't they
5: but mate like I think at the heart of it like they get past that though and it's like he becomes like the father that she mm. didn't have ever since her dad got this big government position doesn't that's have time right. for her right. anymore and she has to be the perfect little girl for the newspapers yeah mm-hmm. exactly
1: okay I love it next. that's
5: that's my summer that's my summer hit I'm down I'm
1: totally gonna watch this
5: okay uh, this one's next pitch next pitch is going to be a little controversial. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going religion. Whoa. Following the Big- Darren Aronofsky route. Oh, right. film about freaking Moses and all that shit. Right was off it wasn't Moses. It was, it was Noah. That's it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did
1: Noah and then he did Mother which was also like a weird
5: religious, religious thing. Was that religious? I don't know.
1: I thought it had some big religious undertones to it. I haven't seen
5: it. I don't watch it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But we love you, Darren Aronofsky. Please be on Pitch Please at some point. Yeah. You're welcome here. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to discuss some ideas with we you. We could do a, a Requiem for a Dream sequel or any of that. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream because like the sequel is just dream realized, and they're all mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It
1: Always. all works out
5: okay for all of them. They the- all
1: made it. They all uh, got out of their drug addictions.
5: The guy who lost, great. guy who lost his arm, got a better bionic arm yes. with a laser on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, the old lady who was taking meth, she ended up just getting uh, her consciousness put into a, a cyborg body.
5: It's gonna be very futuristic, of course. That's 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 for a future pitch, please. Is yep. the sequel to Requiem for Dream, which is Dream Realized, where they're all happy mm-hmm. and everything works out okay. Exactly. Anyhow, anyway. no, this one. Controversial, yes, but I'm ready to go there.
1: Okay, because
5: what? Okay, what holds more drama, more controversy, more thought in the public sphere than Mm. the story of Jesus Christ? Of course.
3: Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to cast their stone.
1: The tale is old as time. Definitely that. So, what is the new uh, angle? We're, ha- we're, we're bringing to JC.
5: Okay, so what I am hoping to do with this film because I'm trying to tackle controversy on all sides. Right. So this film combines all of the intimate human drama of the Christ story, mm-hmm. of the saving of mankind from yeah. sin as told in you know the Bible and in that faith with all of the money-making excitement of branded advertising.
1: <laughs> okay, so there's going to be just so much product placement in this it's, retelling of Jesus Christ.
5: It's going to be titled WWJD. Stands for What Would Jesus Do? Mm-hmm. Do spelled D-E-W. Right. <laughs> it's going to be heavily, heavily endorsed by Mel Dew. Right, right. The last,
1: like, instead of um, it, the Last Supper isn't going to have the blood of Christ or the bread it's going to have mountain dew
5: well here's the thing is it, it we're going to try and stay as true to the subject material mm-hmm. as we can so it, they'll do the communion it's yes. important i don't want to defile the religion you mm-hmm. know they will share the wine and the bread that is the communion it is the uh representation of the blood Mm -hmm. and body of christ and jesus is going to share with everyone around him because he shares with them first passes it around bite by bite they're taking communion together for the first time and then he's going to take a bite of the bread and he's gonna you know sip some of the wine to be on the same level as his fellows and he's gonna kind of swish around his mouth be like you know, I just don't feel very refreshed.
4: Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. It would really wash this bread down. <laughs> be some Mountain Dew. Yeah, and he's just gonna crack one open, condensation on the side. Well, you what know? if it's
1: like Mountain Dew Code Red? So at least it's like we're gonna have all know, of the different Dews. Yeah, at least it looks like the body and blood of Christ in neon red. That yeah. Um, I also like the idea of instead of the breaking of the bread, he has like Doritos. Or some sort of other, like, you know, something that would complement the Mountain Dew.
5: Something that... Hot it, Pockets or it something. goes Well, heres it's the only endorsement deal I have so far is mm. Mountain Dew, but, oh. like, we're open to all of our frozen-slash-snack-slash-fried-or-fast-food friends in the... April's come on some hard times recently. Right. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm just trying... Guys... You have some gambling debts you need to pay off? <laughs> I, have, I have a problem with horse racing. Right. A <laughs> real problem, guys. <laughs> what would Jesus do? I swear to God, it has Jesus in it. People will see it. People will see it. Just, we're gonna, we like, can shoehorn it. Hey, you know what? Why not have him wearing some Nikes? That's
1: what I was just gonna say. Why not have him, like, on the crucifix wearing some nice, you know, Jordans?
5: And, and you, and you know what? I'm owed a few favors. Mm-hmm, so I can mm-hmm. guarantee you. hmm LeBron James as Pontius Pilate.
1: Well, of course, like, you're gonna have, like, you know, Nike already endorsing Kaepernick. Why not have him in- endorse Jesus Christ, too? Like, you know, Kaepernick's pretty much just as cool as Jesus. And then... Or vice versa.
5: Have LeBron in a walk-on role. As Pontius Pilate. Where, like, you're really going to kill Jesus? And he's like, that decision's a slam dunk. And mm-hmm. then he dunks a basketball. <laughs> well, he dunks a ball into a hoop, which technically isn't a basketball, but it will bounce. And it will be a hoop at regulation height. Yeah. And he will dunk it. Contractually,
1: <laughs> of course he has to. And and is there um a, a, like a guest appearance or some sort of cameo from um, Bugs Bunny? You know, is this like a I was unofficial thinking, Space Jam two sequel or
5: I wanted to hint at it? I was thinking of Bugs for my Judas. Nice, you know,
1: he does seem like a Judas. For He's sure. a trickster. Mm-hmm.
5: You know, it's so it's still he dresses
1: him up like like uh you know a female.
5: Yeah, bunny. like a like a sexy woman bunny. Mm-hmm.
1: She does like a Mary Magdalene type of ruse.
5: Yeah, and then they all get confused mm-hmm. and that's how, but he's a liar. And so it's still respecting <laughs> the religious source material, but it's, it's... Yeah, Jesus, am I a stinker? Go. And send them. Exactly. That's, hey, that's, and you know what? Those crucifixes? <laughs> I'm thinking propped up, right? mattresses. <laughs> with memory foam. You can only get with temperedic, guys. Suffering,
1: fuck a The thoft. Thanks, Sylvester. Exactly. And you two guys can get your own temperedic.
5: Well, you'll you'll find out about it in the movie <laughs> when during the end credits, for I like which it. Will Smith is going to do a rap that oh, describes it describes the various online <laughs> websites and platforms and stores near you where you can purchase all of the products. that of you saw in the film. <laughs> Because Christ died for our sins, and that deserves a little respect. We should explore it in a non-judgmental way. It's part mm-hmm. of our culture. Yeah, he died for our deals and sins. There will be the trial of Christ will be in a let's make a deal format. Awesome. So it's funny you bring that up because I that's going to be part of it.
1: Love Wayne Brady. We all do. All right. I guess we're moving on to our next pitch. I don't know how we can top that, but of course... Um, Sounds like we didn't even mention that uh, Mandy Patinkin could definitely be in that role. He's, he's... JC. Yeah,
5: honestly, like, I wanted to give him a rest period. I want him mm. more relaxed for, like, my passion projects. Got it. Okay, this is Especially just to make money. Especially this next upcoming one. Got it. You ready for this? Yes. Because I'm ready. You know what? That's where I'm at right now. hmm It's all... As an artist... Yeah. I've explored the human condition. I have
1: a lot. I've we've we've gone all over what, genre. What it means to be a human in this
5: world. Movies, love, hate, mm-hmm. death, revenge, sex. That sounds like a great Everywhere. movie. Yeah. I have to write that out later. Anyhow. Okay, so right now I'm all about controversy. Mm-hmm. Darker side of life, the unclear gray areas where truth is a concept. It doesn't even exist anymore. I agree. That sort of thing. I like it, though. I'm already in. Controversy. I'm not scared to tackle it anymore. So you know what? I'm ready. We had a nice little arc of these a few years ago. I don't think they went far enough. I think they were scared. Of course they were. I'm ready to approach the story of O.J. Simpson.
1: <laughs> okay, the untold, the untold, untold story.
5: Yes, you know it's, mm-hmm. it's. I love everything else. I love the documentaries. I love Made in America. I thought right. they were all brilliant, but I thought they were scary. Of course. Uh, I thought that they tackling the truth were cowards hide behind their filming and editing and their you know all that stuff so what I'm looking to do this is still looking for funding this is more of a passion project of mine, but I think it has great potential especially based on the success of the others I just think that they're all missing something that I'm seeing which is that OJ has been movies, has been TV you know what it hasn't been yet though is a Broadway musical
3: transported? what was his crime?
2: foolish I- he had this wife, you see. Pretty little thing, silly little knit. Had a chance for the moon on a string. Poor
5: thing. Poor thing.
4: Juice. Awesome. <laughs> Juice.
5: The musical. He'll <laughs> cover the entire story because cause we already have. I don't see why they couldn't see this from the beginning. I mean, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. It's the hard way, but it's the right way, the right way,
2: to break in a glove. How is
5: mm-hmm. that not a song already? Oh, hell yeah. How is that not the... Title Tune I'm talking Sondheim I mean, I'm talking Get him in yeah. on this Why not? Let's make this happen Andrew and you know Lloyd
1: Webber Everybody needs exactly. to just put, it, put their spin on this Yep Get the guy Lin-Manuel Miranda it, Get yeah. him in on it Hell yeah He could play O.J. Look at that flesh Pink and plump
4: Hello Little girl
5: Tender and
4: fresh
5: Not one lump That's what I'm talking about, yeah. and you know what? This will be a return to his wonderful home of the Broadway stage for, I, th- I think you know what I'm thinking. What mm-hmm. am I thinking, Daryl? You're thinking Patinkin. I'm thinking Patinkin. <laughs>
3: oh, this would be yours, that you'd become the lady of the all. box from the of Theatrical Don't look down, it's a long long way
2: to fall Of course
1: they could play Shapiro
5: exactly. Be
2: totally,
1: uh yeah or
5: Ito he could be any of the. He can uh, play multiple rules. Yeah. That's like, I'm fine with that. We could do a Norbit situation there. Which would be daring in yes. live theater because we would have the quick stage changes, backstage. Change. Like, that is. Yeah. Petinkin, Mandy, if I may call you that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Award season comes around once a year. That's all I'm saying. And they, they love that OJ story. I don't know. Let me, let me show you the script once I have it made up gonna knock your socks off. Can I yeah, sing one song or something like that? You're gonna you're gonna be singing and dancing the entire time. Everyone will sing and dance. Uh,
1: I hope so. Yep. I feel like yeah, definitely there's gonna be a cool, uh, female lead role with Marsha Clark. Definitely, like, someone hot that's, like, in the Broadway scene.
5: Yeah, yeah, You know, like, exactly.
1: Kristen Chenoweth, or maybe mm. who's that girl that did uh, Wicked?
5: Oh, yeah, 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 I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, she's incredible.
1: Um, we have to yeah. look that up. Mm-hmm. I forget her name.
5: We are poorly prepared for
1: this. So many good
5: actresses, though, that could belt it out. Right. Also, Or this could be a great leap from mm. screen to stage for There's... someone qualified for it, you know? And then we have,
1: like, somebody play, uh, you know, Nicole Brown-Simpson. She comes back from the grave, sings, like, a solo song no, or she something. she definitely you know? gets a song, like, two mm-hmm. or three songs. Of
5: course. Yeah. Think of me, think of me fondly, when well, we've said goodbye, remember me, once in a while, please promise me you'll try. When you find that once again you long To take your heart back and be free If you ever find a moment Spare a
4: thought
5: And she's haunting him the whole time like... She's all like ghost. bloody and
1: stuff, still singing songs, but only OJ can see her, exactly. or something like that. And you know,
5: and the audience, because we're course, in his audience. mind,
1: and you know the jury, the like the jury is like the Greek chorus. You know, yes. they're like singing along oh, and stuff. That's and,
5: exactly mm-hmm. it,
1: but all about racial inequality, exactly, and how he's a black man living in a white world.
5: Yep, yep. Did he murder his? Wife? He totally did.
2: Not the
4: at what you want, sky, not at where you ground, are, so where so you, you be.
2: Look at all the things you gave to me. I hadn't Let me give now. to you something your in return. And smile. I
4: would
3: be and so the pleased, of your and the way you catch the light,
2: and the care, and the. Feeling. I'm the
4: But that's
1: that's for this for <laughs> award season to decide. I believe this is going to get somebody an EGOT. You know, that's Mandy Patinkin, you're going to be getting a Tony for sure for this.
5: I'm just saying, if you're willing to,
1: so we'll, we'll step
5: onto this project. I'm going to keep making them until you agree to one. We'll that's train all I'm you. Saying.
1: We'll, we'll totally like you know tour this around the circuit. It'll you hit. can
5: you can be OJ if you want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. We'll go that route. We'll go the blackface route. Of course. Because you can play anyone. He could. He could definitely do he it. He could pull it off. But
1: I'm I'm also thinking, like, he could definitely do, yeah, um, Kardashian or Robert Shapiro or, mm-hmm. or Judge Ito. I'm thinking those three roles.
5: Yeah. No, I agree 1,000. We have... Maybe you. Kato Caitlin. You get your pick of the litter, Mandy. That's what I'm, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. This is going to be a big deal. OJ, the Broadway musical. Yes.
1: I feel like... Um, we already have, have a lot of songs already written. Not like out physically, but in our head. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's where it all starts. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what it is to be an artist, Daryl. Regular people might not understand this, but when I'm up drinking whiskey watching YouTube clips at 2 a.m. on a work night, it's for my art. I'm researching. <laughs> <laughs> Tortured. <laughs> but that's what it takes. Explore the human soul. That empty yeah. bag of Doritos? Yeah. Was it always empty? I don't even know anymore.
1: It, oh, we're going to have some product placement that is in this movie as well.
5: No, no, no. And it's not a movie. It's a, a Broadway play. musical. Well, Broadway it'll be musical. a play
1: and then turned into I a just, movie later. I just,
5: because of the Doritos thing, I just have a free mm-hmm. lifetime supply, so I eat them a lot when I'm <laughs> Well, I'm writing glad you that.
1: mentioned it contractually on this show.
5: Yep, and I will from now on. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Doritos. Okay, so that's three pitches. I feel like those are... Three great ideas that nobody else can take. Those are all trademarked and uh, registered to us only, yep. Yep. guys.
5: Oh, already. I I, I know a moneymaker when I see it. Of course. I, I know it in I mean, my gut. And the rest of the world may not believe in me, but one day, they will. Because I won't stop mm-hmm. until I've reached my goals.
1: I mean, I love it. We're tackling everything. We're tackling Jesus Christ, OJ Simpson. Mountain Dew. Kidnapping
5: everything lebron james dunks yep is broadway shows is bugs bunny a dickhead or the betrayer of jesus christ and if- or a woman we can't tell anymore possibly doc exactly okay so we have three
1: this has been another pitch please aka pitch me that baby one more line
5: pitch me baby one more line baby baby aka i'm thinking patinkin aka you movies t- movies ain't-, ain't shit but pitches from prose yeah
0: I've tried a couple times taking a break from drinking, and yeah. maybe I'm just an alcoholic. But what I found is that, like, when you wait out, it's like, all right, I have like a month. Like, I was trying sober October, which this all year was right. horrible. It barely worked. Are it you, didn't work.
1: Are you I, doing the no November as well? No, it's crazy. okay. Yeah, you can't not jerk off.
0: There's no health benefit to that. There a health
1: benefit <laughs> to not having some drinks for the for the month. I think there is a health benefit to jerking off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're it, not as crazy. It helps your prostate and stuff like that too. Like yeah. you basically are just cleaning the pipes. Oh my god. Dude, could you imagine just not doing it for a month? Oh man, that would be horrible. It would Some have to be in the weird... shower. It would have to be in the shower. <laughs> my my room my room would just be a fucking disaster.
1: Where uh how did you discover masturbation? <laughs> it
0: was in my room. Um
1: But I mean you you just figured it out yourself. You never
0: like saw anybody. I think do it was it like it older went, like... kids would do like mm-hmm. they would like they would they would uh, like do it nah, not do it on the bus. They would uh, like emulate it, I guess. Mm -hmm. dude like I don't know I don't know like just how kids are they're just like oh you fucking jerk off or whatever and just like right and I was like oh is that how it works I think it started off with something like that (laughs) and then just kind of giving it a shot one day I would like to do like the jerk off motion in a weird way
1: just to like new kids (laughs) just to fuck with them like like this is the jerk off motion or you're like in a weird like you have your like two fingers your head (laughs) (laughs) yeah you off
0: starts with your sideburns. <laughs> it's an itching the face motion. Oh God! Um, I no, think it started there.
1: I have to imagine. I think I saw some sort of porno, and um, you know, the guy was definitely like you know chubbing up and whatnot, yeah. and uh, getting ready. And I was like, oh, that's that's how you do it, huh? Hmm. And then, of course, obviously the uh, the porno itself
0: had some residual effects. <laughs> <laughs> Is if if was, yeah. You learn a lot from porn. If it wasn't for porn, I don't know if I'd have any go-to's. That's what I'm saying. Like I f- I feel like in health class they have to show you one
1: porno. Just to be like this is at least what it should be like. Yeah. And have it be like a classy porn. You know, don't have it be like all that stuff that you do find on like the internet. No, have it be um spitting in their mouths and shit. <laughs> two teachers that you know <laughs> yeah. that you have to like, you know, now watch. And it's but, but it's in a weird uh, you know, practical way. Very like how your parents would have it. <laughs> very like missionary one position not a lot of camera angles
0: i think i think that's the idea of like if i thought about my parents doing it i think that's what i would think <laughs> that's all they do i'm sure they were freaks at one point
1: i literally thought when my parents had sex that they never actually moved and they just were like put together but just 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 together <laughs> like like my dad was kind of like just soaking his dick and just like kind of have like he was
0: inside my mom but there was no movement involved. Sometimes I wish that's all sex was. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like <laughs> You're lazy. Just in it. <laughs> like I, I just know the moves that I'm gonna go to and like where I need to be at the end, and I yeah. just think about that and I kind of get psyched out.
1: I've had girlfriends that we definitely have a uh, a routine where it is kind of like like a comedy set or any type of like uh, acrobatics or. Uh, um, gymnastics routine or whatever, there's like set moves where it's like, okay, we start off in this, we go into this moosh, and then we go into this, and then, ta-da, stick the landing, hope the judges uh, count us
0: better than the Russians. I'm a super boring person. <laughs> I know I'm a boring person, and I openly admit it, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, but I mean, obviously, uh, you're over 32, right? I'm 30. Yeah, 30,
1: well, you're barely, but obviously, you, you know what you like, you know what you don't like. yeah. And uh, maybe you will uh, deviate from the, the routine when there's a new person involved. Sure. But once you find that person that you're gelling with, then that quickly becomes like, well, what do they like? What do I like? Let's meet in the middle.
0: Yeah. Literally. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, 100%. 100%. But I do tend to like feel like, uh, since I read a lot of Cosmo, um, you know. <laughs> there's one right here. <laughs> yeah, there it is. But if you look in that magazine, it'll tell you that you got to spice things up here and there. And uh, that somehow um, makes things better.
0: Yeah. I think just any relationship in general, its, it's it, you got to just keep things interesting and do shit. Mm-hmm. My ex, I, I realized, like, we just didn't go out and do enough stuff. It was kind of the same old Monday through Friday, hey, honey, I'm home from work kind of thing. And, like, I, I was too young for that. Yeah, and you would just veg out and watch TV and... That's it. And that's it. And that's yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like it's like anything. Yeah. It's like doing the same thing over and over it gets boring. And I, and I get old. I, I get sick of
1: What the would same you old. wanted to do? Like what if if she was down for anything?
0: What would you have wanted to suggest? Are we still talking about sex? No. Just in general? Like yeah, you, you know said what you I don't wanted? go out enough. Like I want I just wanted to get drunk with her ah i know we never like there'd be a couple occasions where like we'd have like some drinks when we're out mm-hmm. it was like sometimes i just wanted to go on like that weird drunk adventure like, with, like a good friend like not get wasted to the point of throwing up but definitely be like let's just see we over goes. the legal limit yeah for sure like i would ask her like hey let's go out and just grab some drinks like ah, i'm just kind of tired like monday through friday we're usually just kind of boring we would how'd go you guys out. meet uh we met in rhode island so I, I lived there for a year before i moved out here Oh, wow. That's the
1: move? Like It's like, before I go to the big city, I got to go to Rhode Island first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to acclimate there. You know, it's base camp. It's Rhode Island. Then, yeah. N- then LA. <laughs> yeah. So I lived
0: there, and I met her there. And then when I moved out here,
1: I shipped her out here. Oh, Man. whoa. So you guys were dating long distance for a minute? For a little bit. And then she came out. So you were together for how long before? Three years. Three years. And yeah. then she moves out. How far?
0: How long were you guys apart? Maybe not long. Less than a year? Maybe like five months. Five oh, okay. Months. Cool. She was so, over her job, and I was over living there. Yes. So one of us was going to make the move somewhere. mm mm-hmm. And I happened to get this job, and yeah, I just asked her to come out. And then she comes out, and then you get right into the routine again. Yeah. Well, we didn't have much of a routine there. Oh. Because like, we hadn't even been dating that long. Mm-hmm. It was, just a, it, was a, it was a flame that I was like, i want to keep this going. Mm-hmm. And so, Yeah. And- I brought her out here, and then out here, living together for a little while, kind of got in like a routine. Yeah, and then I think for both of us, shit just got boring. What What TV shows would you guys watch? We didn't share much television. Um, like we would watch movies and things like that. We liked the um, like thrillers, uh, the crime shows. Mm-hmm. We would kind of get into CSI. But like every time we'd get into like a show, and this is like one of the reason arguments we'd get into is like we'd, every time we'd get into a show like Game of Thrones, we mm-hmm. started watching Game of Thrones. I'd come home. The next day, and she's on like season three. Yeah, it's like, well, fuck me. Like, She'd I guess she watch it without you. Yeah, I would just get close ended questions too. That used to fucking drive me nuts. Yeah, she's from New York originally, but I met her in Rhode Island. So, so we she's both like had this. Sh- she wasn't too bad. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it would come out. She had a few drinks, but we were just. Did she have a nickname for you, like Kev? K dog. I think Kev. Kev. She would call me Kev. 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 Kev,
1: Kev. Kev, Kev. Okay. So she's hitting you up saying, like, I've already watched half of Game of Thrones without you. Sorry. Uh, But we're not going out either. Well, I
0: would come home and be like, oh, you want to watch Game of Thrones? She's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but I'm on, like, season three. Oh, yeah. You got to catch up. I'm fucking catching (laughs) up. I'm just not going to watch it at that point. Fuck that. (laughs) I don't want to sit in my room alone while she's on the season that I wanted to be on. You know, it is weird. Uh, I listen to
1: a lot of Adam Carolla, and he always says the uh, way to a successful relationship is... Square footage and two TiVo's.
0: Two TiVo's. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Don't
1: watch TV with
0: your spouse or oh significant God. other. <laughs> that's
1: the one thing you separate.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's just like at the end of the day, it's like no matter how much you love somebody or you like somebody, it's like we're still two different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, I think, just and, and I think people just love romanticizing this like Hollywood, like we're the same person, like we were meant right. to be. It's like maybe you have a lot in common, but you're not the same fucking person.
1: Yeah, it's like I'm wanting to watch Cake Wars, Love Island, and The Bachelor, and she's wanting to watch Law and Order and a lot of uh, 60 Days In. You're watching The Bachelor? Yep. (laughs) Because that's more fantasy than those uh, crime shows. Those crime shows, like, there's always a, uh, obviously, uh, yeah, this person did some crazy shit, and then he gets caught in the end. Mm -hmm. And with love shows, though, there's never like a guaranteed, oh, they're going to find love. It's like, ah, maybe they don't. Or maybe they do it just for the TV show, and then you find out a month later they break up.
0: Yeah, that's normally the case. Of course, that's the up. case. <laughs> I wonder if they get money if like they they make things work to the very
1: end. They should. They should have a clause in their uh, contract that says like you get an extra hundred grand every year you stay together. You watch reality TV? Uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of um, it's like you cannot stay away from reality. It's like, true. Every channel has reality in yeah. some way. Yeah. Um, I do
0: have some guilty pleasures.
1: I mean people would even say like game shows and uh weird t v shows that have nothing to do with reality are still reality t v shows, yes, yeah. like uh you know those nature channels I mean, is that reality t v like yeah. planet earth I mean that's kind of more
0: reality t v than I would say love Island is or a bachelor <laughs> yeah. I know that i know they they kind of gloss over you know they they, they kind of make it make it more entertaining than reality really is but mm-hmm. like some of them are just so fucking stupid like yeah
1: i almost want to say it's more like improv where it's like we're going to like give these characters situations yeah. and yeah. then you got to just you know improvise in that scene yeah
0: or hey this is your character you're going to just now pretend to be that character i just hate the rich people ones like the oc housewives mm-hmm. it's like i don't want to listen to your fucking problems like oh I... <laughs> so denise was supposed to put together the brunch and obviously she's late to sending the invite so now i'm in the pickle do i go to this brunch or do i go to the something else that someone else it's like yeah
1: or do i just drive just my maserati yourself tour car? dude
0: god <laughs> you're on fucking television telling us about you can't pick which brunch you want to go yep. to like oh my god but that's also things like where the producers obviously
1: said hey you're gonna go to a brunch today So uh, be upset either way if you like it or don't like it. Please don't like it because we like that more. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I also find it odd, too, that um, it's not even reality TV that are getting, like, the most popular, like, people or, like, the most famous people. It's, like, YouTube and just Internet fame. Like, that's even more, like, I feel like is beyond reality TV because it's not even TV. It's just, like, I'm going to watch this person's blog. Yeah. Yeah. About them watching t v right, and that is making them in fact famous, maybe even more famous than the t v shows that they're talking about,
0: yeah, some of that shit's weird <laughs> it it's it's yeah it's it it's interesting, I mean, like YouTube stars are so
1: crazy, and yeah. people like i I remember driving or walking by uh the convention center, and there was like a youtuber convention, and it was just like any other type of like
0: you know yeah comic con but for youtube stars. At least YouTube is, like, content. Like, there's a lot of work a lot of those kids, like, put yeah. into I, I mean, I understand they're kind of, like... You know, sometimes it's just, like, the day in the life. And it's, like, what are you really doing? Nothing. Right. It's mostly just vapid first world problems. Yeah. Not even really problems. The, it's like- the famous people shit that gets me is, like, the Instagram... I fucking hate the Instagram models. Mm-hmm. These fucking hot chicks... Who want to act like they're the ugly duckling in the group and they're right. not? There was there was like a there was like a meme of somebody being like, yeah I never smile in pictures because I'm sensitive about my teeth." And she's like, "Not even wearing pants. Yeah, and her fucking boobs are sticking out." <laughs> and the meme, like, some guy at the bottom was like, "Bitch, no one's looking at your fucking teeth yeah, or something no, like that." Right? Was like, Good. <laughs> fuck you. Like, yeah. it, it's one thing to like model and it's like you know that's what you want to do. It's another thing to draw attention. Like, like you like you're some ugly duckling that mm-hmm. like I'm really mm-hmm. not that pretty and you're just fishing for. It's like fuck you. I also love, too,
1: that um, they're, yeah, showing off every single curve, basically wearing a, a piece of floss with maybe a couple of pasties, and then they're talking about, like, their Me Too moment in the same, like, post, and you're like, well, which is it? Like, right.
0: <laughs> Your Me Too outing is you in a bra and underwear? Like, mm-hmm. really? Like, mm. you want me to take you seriously when I you're... Feel
1: like you're sending a mixed message to my pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me pants. Hashtag me pants. Me pants. <laughs> going a little deeper and then that's part of the figuring out how to get out of a hole because there's been moments where yeah you i've dug myself a hole real quickly just in the first joke suddenly half the audience is like "Same, fuck this guy same and then suddenly you spend the next like seven minutes trying to dig yourself out and sometimes you get out like maybe two minutes before your set ends yeah but sometimes you just don't get out and you just spend the next six minutes
0: Eating more dog shit. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely try to order my jokes a little bit more now than I did before. Mm -hmm. Before I was just kind of like, oh, if they're funny, they're funny. And that's true. But I feel like there are certain jokes that are a little bit more, they warm you up a little bit more.
1: Right. Yeah. Don't start out with the, like, super controversial stuff right off the gate. Don't start making fun of some audience member right out of the gate (laughs) or – I don't know, maybe make fun of yourself then make fun of the
0: audience. It's weird when like you tank and then you make fun of yourself and then nobody laughs and then right. they're like, "Wow, nothing is funny." No, no. I'm not I'm not funny making nothing is nothing. Nothing's working. But
1: usually that that's always like kind of the open micer's fail safe is the uh, you know, self-deprecating after you've been tanking for a while. Then you do suddenly go like, "Man, I fucking suck." Yeah. And then that's your only laugh out of the night, you know. is just acknowledging how much dog shit you've been eating. Yeah. <laughs> And usually, I don't ever say that that is your turning point, but that is a good reset. Is Absolutely. to just basically go, "Hey, I understand this wasn't working. Let's take a pause and try something different." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not let's just give up. <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Those, there's those certain points where it's you just gotta kind of have to move on.
1: Have you ever ended your set early? You know, given time back to the audience, so
0: to speak. Uh. I mean, well, yeah, I guess I have. I'm trying to think of, like, a situation where, I mean, there there's those times where it's like, all right, I, I have five minutes, I did four and a half, and I don't really have a half-hour joke. I'll give it back. I'm trying to think of a time where, like, I just... No, that's fine. I'm over. talking about,
1: like, you were supposed to do ten, and you, like, did four. <laughs> In the very beginning, I think I did, and mics were like... And you just... And not because you got lit early. It was... You just said, I'm done.
0: I said some things or <laughs> somebody went, like, ooh... And I didn't know how to take that, so I just handed the mic back, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I pissed somebody off." Um, <laughs> it was it was earlier on. I think now uh, I can't think of anything recently. Or I'm trying to think of like
3: I don't Bad. think I've
0: ever done that at a show. I yeah. kind of I, I, I work it out. I'm I'm starting to. I mean, I realize now just how grateful I should be of any amount of time that somebody gives me. Somebody gives me five minutes, I'm going to give them five minutes. If I get ten, I, I have ten minutes of stuff. Yeah, or I'll work on some other things. I, I, I it's so hard to get. A good amount of time that's anything over. even if you're bombing
1: even if i'm just keep no matter what just be like i don't care yeah i don't well, care how bad it gets i'm staying up here for my time
0: yeah and and sometimes like well you know like i was saying before if it's not like controversial stuff it's like all right yeah this is just bombing but i'm not offending anybody i'm just gonna keep fucking going right like right. yeah because there are a lot of jokes now <laughs>
1: there's definitely a lot those plenty of jokes that are like okay nothing's controversial i didn't piss anybody off yeah. it just nobody laughed
0: <laughs> i didn't know how to take that in the beginning though yeah where i was like holy shit i thought people were gonna laugh mm-hmm. no no one's laughing i'll mm-hmm. just hand the mic over and that'll be that <laughs> and we'll move on um <laughs> i uh, i would love
1: that i would love the soon as the the <laughs> first thing that doesn't hit you just don't say anything and you just hand the mic over <laughs> <yeah>.
0: very dramatic <laughs> that's I, um, awesome i now when i write i write in red the punchline where i want people to laugh huh Interesting. And so that way I kind of have heard that. Yeah. Anybody else doing that? No? mm No, I... Uh, that way I, I feel like I'm in more control. It's <laughs> like, all right, this is what a punchline's supposed to be. If people laugh, then I... I don't know. It kind of teaches myself to kind of write. Right, 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 right. No, I like that.
1: I, I find that interesting. Hmm. hmm.
0: But... Because uh, I, I
1: normally don't even write necessarily the punchlines all the time. Sometimes I'll just write a premise down, like, you know, just isn't... Like, What's funny about this situation, or whatever, and it, and then I'll never, I never really like write out the joke verbatim. Like this is what I'm going to say lot of people on stage. Don't do
0: that. I feel like when I do that, I go nowhere with the bit. Mm. I feel like like my like whole. You thing have to is, write it down verbatim. I have to think about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to sit down and think about it for a little bit. Unless it's not always like I'm getting better slowly at just like oh I can kind of wing this. I know where this is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I have a lot I want to say about this, and I'm going to freestyle it. But sometimes I feel like I know there's something funny and I have to sit down and think about it for a little bit. I need to come up with like a punchline that I feel like is is better than – I feel like when I just freestyle it sometimes, the only thing that comes out of my mouth is like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. This is stupid. Why is it stupid? I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> and it's definitely something to work on. But it, like, like more and more like in between some of my older bits, I try to like wing it a little bit because it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I know where this is going. I have the ability to kind of say it however I want to open it up and then get to this point, you know. I would kind of like, I remember like for a lot of my bits, I would kind of almost
1: reverse engineer it where I would, I would think of the tag or I'd have this like line where I'd be like, and then I say this at the end, or I mm. say this and then I'd never have anything in the beginning of it. Like, Oh, well, how do you get to that line right. or whatever? So then at once I would get that line, I'd be like, okay, well now where are the,
0: where are the beats yeah before I get to this line? Right right i've rewritten a lot of jokes about a topic but mm-hmm. from different angles like a different premise Yeah. to kind of get me to that point just because like i feel like maybe this is less funny maybe this new opener to this point will open up more things cuz mm-hmm. i have a hard time kind of uh i listen to a lot of i listen to a lot of comedy on like on youtube and stuff and i just listen right. to how they open up stuff like who David Tell is a good person. Oh, sure, sure, to, sure. Because he's just a pure joke writer. Mm-hmm. Where, even if you don't write, I don't write in his style. But he's, he, it's very clear of what a premise is set up in a punchline is when you listen to him. Totally.
2: First of all, I'm bald. And all bald men always do the same thing when they go bald. They grow a little beard. Because they think it'll make them look tough, like a gun runner. Or a bouncer at a strip club. Or if they're very lucky, Israeli. <laughs> like a gay marine biologist (laughs) working at the aquarium. I'm not homophobic, all right? Let's get that right off the bat. I'm not. I hear it all the time. You're probably gay. You probably secretly want to have sex with another man. And I say, listen, voice in my head, I (laughs) do not want to.
0: Orney Adams is another great guy. Yep. He's very premise, set up, punchline. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Seinfeld's very much like that I've been listening to a lot
1: of uh, Sam Morell that guy is very much that guy too where he just it's just set up punch set up punch and he'll do that like three times a minute
3: a lot of sexual terms named
2: after baseball right first base second base if there's grass in the field (laughs) play ball I came up with a new one I call it rain delay that's when she's crying (laughs) (laughs) doesn't look good for tonight Maybe tomorrow you get a doubleheader. That's how I look at it, right?
1: <laughs> Todd Berry, the guy. Yeah, Todd Berry's uh, most recent special, uh, Spicy Honey. That, mm-hmm. That's so funny.
0: Yeah. You guys ready for my piercing wit? <laughs> I am. I'm totally ready for it. I've been doing comedy a long time. 26
2: years. In 26 years, I've autographed two pairs of breasts.
0: It's approximately one every 13 years. You'd think autographing breasts would be fun. It's not fun. It's not like a woman alone who asks you. It's always a woman with her biker boyfriend. It's like, sign my tits. I don't feel comfortable doing that.
4: Why don't you sign her tits? We even provide a marker.
2: Where do you want me to sign? <laughs> Above Polly Shore. <laughs> Paulie
0: Shore ninety eight or two thousand one.
1: He was one of the first guys I ever really started to connect with. Yeah. And I don't want to say like I took a lot of his mannerisms or yeah. I feel I don't feel like I'm like him at all. But I will say I do find myself being somewhat low energy, or not like I'm not a Dane Cook. If I was gonna say, who are you more like you know, when it comes to your physical presence on stage, I would definitely say, Oh, more Todd Berry for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if like, sometimes I feel like that's been the reason why some certain audience maybe didn't get it Mm -hmm. or didn't find me amusing or whatever is because I wasn't the high energy guy, but then I don't, but the times I felt like I've tried to be the high energy guy, it just always, is not genuine.
0: See, I think things it's like work. forced. I think things work better when I'm high energy. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm loud and I feel like that works well with a, with, with higher energy is being yeah. a loud
1: person. That's why I find, yeah, I was definitely like, yeah, like you definitely have a a presence where I'm not like getting bored, mm-hmm. but I don't, but that's what I like sometimes feel like are people getting bored? Cause I'm not more energetic.
0: It's just it's just the style. I, yeah. I, 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 it's just the style. I don't I don't think that's necessarily true. I feel like if it's a comedy club, you can be that. You can be more like subdued. It's Stephen Wright. Yeah. There
1: isn't anyone more low energy than him. But he. But if you put him at a dive bar, I think like, about that stuff all the how time. How can, like, would those people give a shit about his low energy? No, it's like no. If you're at a dive bar, you have to kind of amp it up. Because that's the only way they're
0: gonna pay attention to you. Tom Segura's <laughs> earlier stuff, I feel like was a little bit more low energy, and I always think about that if he opened yeah. up this joke in a, in a dive bar, how would it go? Mm-hmm, Davidell mm-hmm. is the one guy where I'm like, that dude would crush anywhere. Of if course. he showed up at center fields and nobody knew him, yep. he would crush. Yep. Like, yep. If he sh- I, and I don't want no. I'm to, I'm just saying, I'm just picking you know random bar, but like but he
1: could go to any bar, yeah, and just crush, or go to any other club. Like he yeah. could go to you know some place that. Had comedy once a month. Yeah, that's not even a real like comedy yeah. club or whatever, and he'd still do completely better than any of us. Yeah, but I think that's the thing is because I'm sure he's been in that atmosphere since day one and knows how to be in that environment. And now it's almost like he can only be in that. That's now his environment. It's like
0: I've done it for this long. Now I don't know anything else. Yeah, I feel like real. It's really working on your act happens mm-hmm. in the club. Because I mean, that's where you have everyone's attention. You can m- not be so high energy. You have everyone's attention at a club, you know. So you can kind of work out your your act and your yeah. persona and your character.
1: Like at bars, they're just there's so many people that are not paying attention to you. Yeah. That are doing something else, and maybe they're even sitting at a table that's facing you, but they're still not. They're still talking to somebody else, or they're still like right. doing something else at that table, looking at their phone or whatever. Right. And you're just like. Yeah, constantly trying to like not just be funny, but like be uh, more entertaining than whatever else is going on at that bar. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's tough getting people's attention at the bar, and I'm and I'm still figuring that out myself. Um, like at Gallagher's, like that's I cannot maintain that room because like yeah. I, I've hosted there. Yeah, you know the mic there, and just getting everyone's attention to just be quiet. It's it's really really hard because. People don't always know about that mic going on, so a lot mm-hmm. of people showed up to not listen to comedy.
1: Mm-hmm. That's usually the case with most open mics is that, yeah, the people that do show up didn't know there was an open mic that night.
0: <laughs> the only thing I found that like, kind of works is like just talking very loud and just kind of having like pauses in between me talking. Mm-hmm. And then I think people will just kind of like hear it eventually and just kind of look over. And then you'll get like an awkward silence, but then you at least have everyone's attention. Like, you can smack the table like me. Doing,
1: a, doing bar shows is the only way I learned how to do crowd work at all. Like, and that's the only times when I actually think I, I do good crowd work is when it's at a bar and I'm trying to like wrangle people to like, Hey, pay attention to me. Hey, you right over there. The one that I'm specifically looking at.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> crowd works tough. I yeah. don't always have the, the, the best shit. I try to involve people in like my bits a little bit more. I mm. try to do it as if like I'm talking to somebody. Yep. And, yep. and then that I feel like maybe opens up dialogue with them to rather than just being like, Hey, where are you from? What do you do for a living? It's like, right. I can't, I have a hard time spinning a joke just doing that old thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. That, yeah. I don't necessarily ask them questions about like those generic, like "Where yeah, are you from? Yeah. What do you do?" Like, I do more so of like if I was talking about a story about like a dating thing that happened to me, I would more likely go, "You get me right?" Or you, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Something like that, where it's like I'm trying to involve the audience, but I'm not necessarily going like, "Hey, now please answer this question that yes. I gave you."
0: Yeah. Some people don't even go up with material. Crowd work is just their thing. mm -hmm. I don't know how you do that.
1: Yeah, that's more of the improvisers, the improvists. God bless you. Yeah. I feel like there's room for both, Mm -hmm. and it's certain situations. Like There will be moments where it's like, I didn't do any crowd work, and then there will be other sets where it's like, it was 60% crowd work. Yeah. I think it's just one of those in-the-moment type of things. But I think also what people like good crowd work for is that in the moment type of situation where like oh this guy has material but whatever he said to this audience yeah i'm thinking to myself this is the first time he said this part so of course i'm gonna be like oh that's cool he's not only got written stuff but he's got he can be off the cuff yeah even though when you peel the onion a little further a lot of comedians will tell you like i've done that crowd work a million times before too like you know, it's always the same. Just well, you have a, a different person. You have a
0: plan. You kind of set people up yeah. into your thing. Uh, yeah, Patrice O'Neill used to do that. He used to just say things
1: like he'd have plan, or you tell like the the servers like, "Hey, sit this type of person in the front row." Yeah, or sit this, you know, whatever. And of course, later in the act, they would have a joke about that type of person. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's smart. I mean, everything is. You're, you're, yeah, you're
1: you're trying to. Uh... They're little tools that you have in your arsenal, Yeah. and obviously like to the untrained eye, and it's supposed to be like this, where comedy is like this in general, where there's always this illusion of, he's telling us this for the first time. All of this is coming out of his head right at this second. Yeah, It's never been like, oh yeah, he's been talking about this for the last
0: year and a half. Oh, I, I fell for that illusion. <laughs> when I first started, I thought that's what you did. You just took a topic and just like, oh, I'll just go up there and talk. I didn't realize yeah. that like... Wow, yeah, these people have been working on this for years. This was a joke that's been told a million times, literally. And uh but obviously
1: every little part of that could be part of the act.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Down to the blonde that he talks to in the in the front row or whatever because like and and yeah, in that moment when you're at that club, you're like, "Oh, yeah, he just picked some blonde for the, and it's random." But it's not. Right. <laughs> it's random in the sense that it's a different blonde every time.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. always a blonde. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of preparation is definitely next level. Yeah, I haven't if gotten to that. If I told to the blonde to sit up front for a joke, she'd I would probably love, be
1: like, no, I'm good. I feel like that's when you're actually like, that's your true like measure of big time, is when you can tell the club, yeah. sit a fat guy in the front row, because I got a great fat, jo- fat guy Those joke. Those two
0: <laughs> wheelchair people, just roll them up front. I got a great wheelchair mm-hmm. joke.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, find any transgender people out there. Yeah. I need them in the front row. <laughs> yeah, For sure. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to do that, though. That's part of your writer, is I want brown M&M's, uh, flat Dr. Pepper. Flat Dr. Pepper. And two fatties in the front row. <laughs> Fucking love Dr. Pepper. Yep, but flat Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I remember um, my my grandma would always do that. Oh, really? She would always, uh, on purpose, would buy Dr. Pepper, but then, like, keep the cap off of it, so it would, like, lose its carbonation, and then she would just drink... Syrup? The syrup, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She said it was made from prunes, so it would be like her way of like going, it's my prune juice.
0: I have – my grandma always – she had uh, – so I used to eat peanut butter and jelly a lot as a kid. Yeah. And she had all the ingredients that I didn't like for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I like regular white bread. <laughs> right. I like crunchy peanut butter, and then I like like skippy peanut butter, and then like just generic grape jelly. Right. She'd have like rye bread, <laughs> Peter Pan peanut butter, which I never liked, and like raspberry. Yeah. You're
1: like, grandma, I'm not getting this from Silver Lake.
0: Yeah Well she wouldn't I mean she's not listening to anything You know she's the one making the sandwich She's not uh, She she doesn't give a shit if I like it or not she was, <laughs> she was making it for me This is the only stuff she had Yeah Yeah But I knew that going over there I knew that's how my peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly sandwich is going to be every time But I don't have the heart to tell her I don't like that You know you just <laughs> You just suck it up and eat it Yeah you just pray to God that this time around it's not going to be like that when it never was Nope Nope <laughs>
1: Okay, I want to say let's get to our last segment before we shove on out of here. Sure. Kevin, you've been a great guest thus far. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, we have you being just as good on this last bit. What do we got? Okay, so normally, how I end the show is I uh, have stolen a premise from the actor studio, Mm -hmm. who stole it from Bernard Peebo. (laughs) And it's basically just asking, you know, a couple like fire questions or rapid fire questions and they're common they're somewhat comedy related somewhat not it's called inside the comics studio ooh okay first question if you could make up a geometric shape what would it be called a geometric
0: shape yep it would be called oh my god what would it be called yeah
1: how many sides what kind of sides are we looking at is it 3d is it something that's already exists
0: that we could just rename the foxagonal
1: okay not the wolfagonal, this foxagonal.
0: I, I, I thought about wolfagonal. Foxagonal just has more of a zing to it. I okay. like foxagonal. And what is this sh- shaped like? It's it's two triangles. Yeah. With like a line connecting them. Mm-hmm. And then. Like at the points of the triangle? Yeah. Or at like inside the bases? Uh, at the bases. Okay. And then on the outside of the triangle, it. Uh, It goes down a little bit, and then it kind of comes to a point like a diamond. It's almost like a face. Oh, like a fox face. Like a fox face. Right. It could be the Wolfagonal. Okay. But the name Foxagonal just works a little bit better. It does
1: have a little bit better ring to it. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue better. And it's 2D,
0: because like I said, 2D video games, is what I'm into. I like it.
1: It does kind of like harken like a a (laughs) Zelda vibe. Yeah. Like the Triforce a little bit. It's like a shield. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love it. The Foxagonal. I will call that that name from now on (laughs) if i ever run into that shape in in my (laughs) natural life i'll be like hey there's the fox gunnel (laughs) oh you don't know what that is you didn't listen to the show (laughs) i hate you even more son of a bitch okay next question what is your favorite joke that never gets a laugh my
0: favorite joke that never gets a laugh uh let me think favorite joke that never gets a laugh uh probably that new one I was talking about before. I like that black guy's coffee. Yeah, yeah. I just think the idea of a white person going in and just buying black people coffee, I think is hilarious. But I like that premise too. But uh yeah, the last few times it just didn't get the laughs that I was looking for. It's something I have to work on, but Yeah, maybe try it in one of the urban rooms. Yeah, I could. I just didn't want it to be like this, oh like sorry for being an asshole, like a asshole. <laughs> I didn't want it to be like a racial thing, like oh I'm a shitty right, white guy. Right. <laughs> I just thought it was so random and funny. And I and I still want people to fucking laugh at it.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. If you try it, yeah, in the IE, you can have a few black guys laugh at it. And then the white guys that see the black guys laughing will be like, oh, I guess I'll laugh too.
0: Right. I have to have like a record of, of mm-hmm. black people laughing at certain yes. jokes so that I can use. It. <laughs> that's always your
1: uh, gauge of what LeBron makes. LeBron
0: and Cosby give this a thumb up. Yep. <laughs>
1: His first name is Cosby. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Next question. If hell exists,
0: what would you like to hear Satan say to you? You're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the people That got sent to hell If he calls me a fucking idiot You're a fucking idiot You know that right? right? oh, <laughs> like... oh He probably didn't say that To Hitler No He was probably Pretty proud of him
1: Yeah But you were like Man you shouldn't even Be here And what the hell Are you doing here Yeah what's... You fucking idiot
0: Yeah I- I'd love to know Why I was a fucking idiot Out of all the people He <laughs> met What made me The fucking idiot <laughs> You had such promise
1: <laughs> Okay next question What sexual position Will you never try again
0: Um, What would I never try again I've tried doing it on my side Like on my shoulder Mm -hmm. But it always goes soft your, su- your shoulder? Or your like, dead. I'll go on the side, oh, like, okay. hit a girl, like,
1: from the side, and yeah, she's, yeah. like, on the side, too. Like, she's facing you, or from behind?
0: I'm hitting her from behind, mm-hmm. or both, like, looking at the wall. Right. And for some reason, it always goes soft. That's like, mm. if you if you don't want to have sex with me, and for some reason, having sex, and you want it to stop, just put me on my side. <laughs> okay. In the fetal. <laughs> and yeah, apparently it goes soft. It's like, there's, like, a button on my left shoulder that apparently just kills Weird, it all. Yeah, like you lose blood or something. Like, you know those dolls that are standing up, but you press the button and they just crumble? Yes. That's the button. <laughs> it's on my shoulder. <laughs> so I don't, I don't do that position anymore. It just doesn't work. It's only a certain side or either side? I think it's either side. Okay. I, I, I think I always go on my left, I want to say. But just, I, it looks cool, and it just doesn't work out for me. And yeah. I want it to work out, but yeah. it doesn't. You should, now I guess it's just, yeah, straight up, straight
1: from, like, no angles. <laughs> it's always from standing position yeah. or or fully laying down.
0: I gotta have her facing it. I, I gotta constantly make sure she's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, next question. What profession would you
1: like to see abolished? What person? Oh my god, what profession I'd like to see abolished? Like, just tomorrow, this job doesn't exist. Not like we're killing people. Even though, I mean, we could kill people,
0: too. Uh Oh, f- fucking street sweepers. No more street sweeping. No. Fuck the street. Yeah. Because they're, they have they, they're the stupidest fucking rules when it comes to street sweeping. Those assholes are the yes. ones getting us tickets. Yes. Every second and third Sunday, you can't yeah. park here. I don't even know what the fuck is the second and third Sunday. Like I have no idea. <laughs> like, where are we yep. starting from? They don't give you any rules. You it's have to just... bust out your calendar just in order to know when to park. I mean, I'm sure the street would look like shit, but then again, I wasn't eating dinner off of it anytime soon anyway. So well, The thing I hate about it,
1: even more so on that point, is I've seen... So many times where, yeah, you have to move your car during this certain time of day, but then when you come back, nothing swept. Yeah. Like, where did the... They never even came. It still looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, it still looks like... They didn't do their st- job. Nope. But of course, if my car was there, they would have done their job and street given me street. a ticket, but they're not doing the part where they... It's like, okay, you're, you're now just putting this zone in <laughs> yeah. place... For tickets. Yeah. It's not. They're undercover cops. Yeah. It's not like they're ever putting this zone in to actually do what they're saying that the zone is there in place for. Bullshit. It's fucking dumb. It is dumb. Like, I'd at least be like, well, at least the, the street
0: looks clean. Yeah. It's not even clean. No. <laughs> no, I don't even see him half the time. No. Nope, like they you don't.
1: Not downtown. Mm mm. No. But if you leave your car five minutes over, they're going to be on top of that. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck street sweeping. I'll admit, yeah, that job definitely needs to go. <laughs> Just take it, meaner maids in general. Yeah. Okay, next question. What celebrity would you like to be mistaken for? Who do I want to be
0: mistaken for? Yeah. I I would love to get mistaken for Danny DeVito Just because I fucking love him And I look nothing like him But it would be great if somebody legitimately thought that I was him I'm so not him that it would be hilarious
1: He'd be like, Mr. DeVito, Mr. DeVito Because I would still be honored
0: Because he's an amazing human being Would you play it
1: off of it? You'd be like, hey, what's up? Well, yeah, I'm not going to deny being
0: Danny DeVito We loved you in Taxi And you're like, yeah, I know I loved you in Taxi (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're like, yep, I'm on and a, a subway diet. Yeah, look at all this weight I lost, and I'm 30 years younger. <laughs> You're amazing, and it's always sunny. But if somebody, yeah, exactly. Oh, is Dennis? No, as Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, okay. How's Rhea Perlman? Yeah, exactly. I would love that. I would love to see that. <laughs> he never gets brought up as as uh, Penguin in the Joker and no. uh, Penguin and Batman, and he was amazing.
1: He never gets uh, brought up for a lot of like awards and stuff, like as being like a really good actor. But
0: yeah, he's done a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, he's a good actor.
1: I liked him a lot in uh, what was those two movies, uh, "Romancing the Stone" mm-hmm. and uh, "Jewel of the Nile" or whatever. Those were hilarious. Twins, mm-hmm. another good movie.
0: He had a good career; still does. Yeah, that was such a. Twins was funny. It was such a cheesy movie. There was like such no cheesy eighties moments.
1: Supposedly, there's going to be a sequel with him and. Uh Eddie Murphy is gonna be the third twin. That'd be really funny. Mm-hmm. So look for that, guys, in the future. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, DeVito, and Eddie Murphy. Jesus. Yep. Okay, next question. What is your best impression? Doesn't have to be a celebrity. Could be just your mom or anybody.
0: I don't even know. It could be animal. an animal. Probably or- it'd probably be like my, my dad. My dad's got a very unique sense of humor and just a unique sense of uh I don't, I'm trying to think. I don't know. He's like very. He's like very country. Just he's like the <laughs> even fucking he's from most, New York Well, he's from upstate. Mm-hmm. My mom is from Brooklyn. I mean, he's from like upstate. He's just very fucking country. Is it country out there. They kind of talk country. Mm-hmm. Just give me a beer. I'm like let's just go to the bar. And beer. That that doesn't even sound like him. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Let me think of a better impression. That does sound like an impression of somebody. It sounds like an impression of somebody that's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Somebody I would get a beer with.
0: Here's an Yeah, I do a great impression of a wolf. Oh.
1: <laughs> Whoa, that was an uncanny wolf. It was a fucking dying wolf. Yep. Okay. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple more questions. Sure. Can you make a fart noise? And if so,
0: please do it. I can make a fart noise. Let's see. Used to, used to do this in school. On oh, yours. <laughs> no, that
1: was a good one. That definitely sounded like uh, some pants got torn. <laughs> that was a big one.
0: There was a bigger fart before that ripped the pants, and then
1: and since the pants are now then, like, exposed, ones,
0: that's yeah, more, that's more unique. That's like sitting on the toilet.
1: That's also yeah, like what your mom would do or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't fart, and then yeah, you do.
1: <laughs> I heard that one it's time. Like one of those like silent but deadly ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love those ones. I was at a place recently and, uh, just totally just farted and nobody heard it or anything, but it was definitely like apparent that it was around. And then I just love the, somebody just going, who the fuck farted around here? And then everybody's just like, not me. What?
0: I fart in my – because I work in an office in a, in a cubicle. I fart in my cubicle all day. Yes. And it, I my favorite thing is when people walk in and pretend like they don't smell it. Yes. And they just slowly start backing up.
2: Yes. She's like, yeah,
0: yeah, so I'll get back to you. No, 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 no. When we come back here, I want to show Did you see this video on YouTube? And I just keep re-bringing them back into the fart. <laughs> and it's like to a point where the fart's been around for so long that like even I know it smells bad. <laughs> it's past me enjoying my own fart. <laughs> And then they go... They fucking hate it. And then people don't...
1: Yeah, everybody talks about, like, man, Kevin fucking farts all the time. (laughs) And just...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it, it gets pretty bad in there. Awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. If you were to create a podcast, what would it be called?
0: What would it be called? The Wolf Den. Probably The Wolf's Den. In my living room, there's a sign (laughs) that says The Wolf's Den. And is it spelled W-O-L-F-F? Ooh, it would be the wolf's den. Yeah, not wolves den. It'd be the wolf's den. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would be about uh it'd be about video games too. Of course. I fucking love video games.
1: So you could have it be maybe something that's like Is there a game that's called Den? Something Den? Hmm. I'd have to look it up. And Den. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolf's and Den game. <laughs> the Wolf's and Den. Yeah. And then a wolf. I like it. The possibilities are endless. Get it?
0: Didn't <laughs> okay last
1: question when was the last time you were kissed uh, a little
0: while ago yeah was it romantic? yeah hell yeah it wasn't it wasn't that long ago it was romantic it was a goodbye kiss. hopefully oh. it was a goodbye forever. How long do you think it will be for though hopefully hopefully I'll see this 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 girl again soon. It's funny when you say goodbye to someone, and you kiss them. There is a chance you just may never see them again. <laughs> like, yeah, you never know when your goodbye kiss is. That's always. Because It's not like you plan a goodbye. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Just oh, and by the way, I'm gonna break up after you kiss me next, and you just <laughs> never kiss that person again. You don't really know when that's gonna happen. Nope, nope. Man, goodbye kisses. Haven't had many of those, but had a few of them. Are For we gonna sure. have a goodbye kiss? <laughs> <laughs> God willing, is that how we're gonna end this? Yes. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay, so I will say, guys, uh, this was another great episode with another great guest. Thank you, Kevin, for coming in. Thanks for having me. I want to definitely say, guys, follow me at This Comics Life, wherever you get social media. And, uh, yeah, just go follow the other podcasts that I do with the good old April Lotshaw. And that's Mm -hmm. called You're Such a Sex in the City Podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So, Kevin, do you want to throw out any of your social media?
0: Catch me on Instagram. Kevin is a wolf with two Fs, mm-hmm. and then just Kevin Wolf on Facebook. And then I think that's the only two things that I do. Sweet. <laughs> so <laughs> catch me in one of two things. Awesome guys, and obviously
1: uh, just rate and subscribe. Tell a million friends that you listen, and uh, tune in next week or whenever I put out another one. Who knows? You've been listening to. Hey.